What up, party people? It's your boy Benson here, getting ready for the next episode of Happy Hour from the Ramble Room. This week, we got my friend Dale jumping in. Lots of cool stuff to talk about in uh, the next two episodes with him, and some really cool stuff uh, coming your way. Some surprise things, some secret things. Guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with my buddy Dale. Welcome to Happy Hour from the Ramble Room, where the jokes aren't funny and the stories go nowhere. I'm Benson, let's get going. Uh, Manchild, episode one. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a, it feels like, I know for you guys out there in podcast land, it probably feels like you only heard me the other day, but for me recording, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. So we're going to get straight into it. Uh, today's uh, guest is my good buddy, Mr. Dale. Go on. Manchild. Manchild. No, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> D- Mr. Dale Manchild. <laughs> Mr. Dale Boy, man. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, my dude. Thanks, Benny. Oh, Good to be here. Yeah, man. I'm fucking glad. It's been we've only been trying to plan this for fuck knows how long. Oh, that's- <laughs> <laughs> well, I've lost track of how much how much we've wanted uh, to plan this for a while. Well, hey, we only put one date on and we made that. So it's hey, not too bad. We're good, we're good. But it took Something. us a long time to get to that date. Oh, it's just it's, you can't rush perfection, right? Look, you really can't. Oh. You really can't. And look, and we are pretty damn perfect, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well let's let's uh, let's get straight into it so we're going to talk about lots of fun stuff today but let's start out with how we met so we started working together uh, a year ago february february yeah. so not even a year not, wow, even, not even a year it's been yeah because i'm I'm that I make that much of an indelible hey, mark dude, on people. We obviously make uh, that much of an impact on on each other. I think yeah. that's the, the the best way to go about this. Yeah, but, um, and let's and let's put it this way: you were only there for a week and a half before you had babies. So um. that is true. That is very very true. <laughs> um, yes. So you didn't even get, really get to work with me for a full six months. Yeah, pretty pretty well for a little while for a little yeah. while. But um, man, and that was pretty cool. So like you were new dad, and I I kind of. Um, I kind of key onto that pretty keyed onto that pretty well. Yeah, um, I feel like that's kind of where we like because obviously you're a dad yourself, so yeah. you know. And uh, I think you were like, "He's fucked. It's twins. He's he's screwed. I'm I'm gonna need to take him under my wing." Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> like, "Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to tell this dude, you know, don't drive your truck off a off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it yet. <laughs> don't do it yet. Yeah, wait, wait until there's someone else in the car with you." Um, oh damn! <laughs> oh damn! Uh, <laughs> It's already never, it's never it's already solo. it's already started. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was kind of cool because yeah, um, best thing best thing for me is being dad. It's the fucking coolest thing. Uh, is it living, also like living the- vicariously through your children? Ooh. Is a whole thing where you just go, hey, I couldn't do this before. Fuck it, they can do it. They can do it. Uh, they can do it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's. I kind of look at that, and I look. I'm. For, for, for better or worse, I, I love to try and help and mentor people um, and teach and, and things like that. So that was, yeah, something dad dad kind of drilled into me when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but it was just, you know, he coached, you know, kids sports. Um, never coached me, which kind of sucked. Um, 
You're like, I'm, but, I might have been a really good sports star if he had to coach me. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> um, no, because I was... I, Probably didn't get along with him particularly well. Fair enough, fair and enough. may not have led to a very good relationship uh, on court. Um, but, yeah, look, it, it was just that that push to when you learn something, you teach people what you've learned. Um, so I go, yeah, my, my brain says there's no... Yeah, knowledge, knowledge is nothing if you don't pass it on. Um, and you see me and go, it's the only, this guy, I feel the very only sorry like, for him. It's the only thing <laughs> in the entirety of your life that you can really pass on and it can go on forever. Yeah. Is that bit of knowledge? Um, I mean, you, you know, indigenous cultures all over the world, that's how they still know what's going on. Yeah. Um, they don't even like to see photos of dead people, <laughs> like owning the shit that dead people own. Oh, yeah. It's like, Hey, I'll just, I've left you my spear. <laughs> just take it. You're like, just take it. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to use this for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah. So anyway, that was, that's just kind of where I kind of, I, I just saw this guy that um, looked like you were mentally like going through this in your head. And I just went, hey, dude, it's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fucking hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. Especially when you um, were like, it's twins. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, okay, we've got friend, family friends with twins, but uh, <laughs> I didn't have much to do with that. So. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I got to see you know, kind of a lot of little bits and pieces of what went on there. Um, so that was cool. But the, the other side of it was the sport. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's you, that's kind of where we kinda, started to bond, right? Was the yeah, sport. I saw you yeah. kind of cruising through with your, your big bag full of all your all your sticks <laughs> and, your, and you've got your, your training shorts on and you're heading out the door. I was like, what the fuck, bro? You got this, you got this um, you know, um, half a fucking Darth Vader leg. And, it's um, true. And you, you're going out and you're like, you know, I, I know hockey, I know ice hockey and... Um, I don't know this. I didn't know the sport as much, but I've been around it. Um, I've, I've been to like, I've been ice skating. <laughs> I've I've been to the rink before. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I, that ice has bitten me. Um, bites every, bites a lot of people. It does. It does. It does. Well, when it you does. can't hockey stop and you have to try and you get look, uh, stupid stupid things. I get to, um, as I said before. I'm I'm forty six going on seventeen. Uh, yeah, dude. So 100%. going back probably, probably ten years ago, um, I went to to Ice World for my eldest daughter's um, birthday party, and of course, being there on a free skate night, they have Red Rover, and I'm an inline skater from way back. I used to inline inline skate as, as training for my BMX racing, which was something else that I used to do when I was fit and less fat. Um, <laughs> But here I go out there, I was like, I'm, you know, all of a sudden there's only like eight of us left on the rink and I'm still there. And all of a sudden there's only like four of us left on the rink and I'm still there. I was like, there's only two of us left and I'm still there. And I've got these guys who are clearly, you know, they work there, they skate all the time and they're trying to get me and I'm like, I can move around them, but by fuck, I can't stop. So I've gone <laughs> full noise. <laughs> And smash the smash the back wall from away from where the um, oh man we've where all the canteen that. is down to the back end yeah and I hit that wall so fucking hard yeah because I was like every other time I had time to 
drag a skate and just be able to slow myself a bit and then carve into it. And this time, there was no time. It was just yeah, you're like, like, we are, go, go, like, go, this go, is go. Gonna, this is going to end badly. This is going to end badly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, do I try and hockey stuff in? No, because if I do that, I will snap an ankle. Now, uh, I tell you what, though, it's fine. the funny thing is, I don't care whether you've been skating for fucking yeah. 20 years, 10 years, 10 minutes, whatever. If you say that you've never fucking bitten an edge mm. or or run straight into a oh. wall you're a fucking liar you're a goddamn liar oh, the, first, <laughs> the first two minutes i was there they throw you they gave you the, the higher skates i thought you were about and to they, say they give you the penguin no they give the, they give you the high give you the higher skates they've got that stupid braked edge on the front and again i inline skater i roll off my toes when yeah. i when i corner yeah and so i've gone first time around going to roll off my toes and stopped yeah and just that'll went, do it what the tits is this? This is just wrong. Like, um, go in there and go, like, have you got skates that don't have this shit on the front? They're like, yeah, we got hockey skates. I'm like, fuck yeah, throw them on. So I'm, the rest of the time I'm Instantly there, I'm better. hockey, hockey yeah. skates. I'm like, just carving. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Worked out very quickly where the edge was, yeah. uh, where the edge of, edge, of, edge of adhesion is. Um, I think may have caught the edge of the boot and just like, whoop. Yep, straight uh, up. Yeah, straight on my ass. Uh, the coolest thing is though, and literally and figuratively, is you hit the ice and you slide. Yeah. And you just keep sliding. Yeah. That's why I was like, because I started iced out. I started out on inline, and like, man, the amount of times I had fallen over at inline, like you've like you're playing hockey, you'll yeah. slide out or whatever, hmm. and um, it it's just insane how you just hit the ground and you just fucking stop. Yeah. Like, you just stop. Yeah. And you go on ice and you go, oh, I'm just going to... You fall down and you go to stop. And then you realize that you're <laughs> going full <laughs> tilt. You've fallen down and you're still sliding. And, and the wall's coming uh, at and you. And the, wall, the wall's <laughs> coming at you real fast. <laughs> like, and if yeah. you're not... If you, if you can't... If you're not quick enough to turn yourself or yeah. whatever, that's going to... It ends badly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I mean, to yeah. be fair, I'm fat and old, so I don't really get that much speed anymore. Yeah, you're not but, old yet. Uh, <laughs> you're not old Dude, yet. I don't know, man. My body feels like a 90-year-old. And I literally, I got gastro last week. I swear to God, I'm still <laughs> suffering from that shit. I, my body has not recovered at all. <laughs> it's not fucking yeah, good. No, we don't, we don't bounce as, uh, not nearly as well as we used to. No, uh, definitely we don't bounce back from anything anymore. I'm on a, I'm on a, I think it's about an eight year recovery from, from my last BMX crash. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. It was like, yeah, that was a big, that was a big one though. Yeah. Um, solo crash. Only one on the track. Oh, um, Thursday night training with my coach with only two there and he's like oh yeah look we're just gonna go first straight efforts it's like I want you to shut it down after the first straight I don't care what's happening you shut it down you roll back so I've got a couple of first straight efforts and starting to get really clean and 17 year old brain kicks in and goes yeah this is fucking cool I'm just gonna keep going and down the second straight uh coming into the second coming into the second corner off the end of the second straight and there's a step up jump there so in, in, in that, you've got like the first half of the jumps lower than the second half. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I come through, pull back on my back wheel because I'm not a jumper. And I go to manual through and I've been just tagging the front of this jump with my front wheel. And I'm like, yeah, I've got the pace to do it. And yeah, I was sitting about two and a half foot off to the right of my, my normal line. Oh, no. And the jump actually raises up towards the outside of the corner. I've gone up and I've gone, all right, I'm out too wide. I'll adjust. So I've leaned in towards the corner shorten the length of the bike to the jump, 
completely case the front wheel on the back side of this jump and blow oh. my hands off the bus. I'm like, all good. I'm in the air. Old school 17-year-old goes, tuck your feet behind you, slide down the back side of the jump. Not realising I was carrying way more speed than I ever had before. <laughs> and oh, landed about two and a half metres into the corner on the bitumen oh, with shit. no downside to catch. Oh, dude. No. And, and uh, at that time, about 110 kilos of me straight down onto my fucking shins. <laughs> Fuck, man. That's nuts. Oh, oh. Look, I, I jumped up. Uh, like, I've gone, oh, fuck. I've hit the ground. I've seen a bar end roll away. So I've jumped up, grabbed that, thrown it on the bike, jumped on the bike, got ridden up to the end of the track, got to the end of the track and just gone, ah, adrenaline stopped. Pain has started. I'm just going to lay down here for the next 25 minutes. Yeah, I think I need to have a nap now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like massive swelling on my knees and stuff for a while. Um, oh, dude. Took about a week and a half for the swelling to go down. And then um, my wife, Megan, says, I'll look, go and you know, go to the physio. Yeah. I haven't looked at. So I went there and I'm like, oh, look, you've, you've hyperextended both your PCLs. You need, to, you need to strengthen your quads. Oh, yeah. And I've looked down and my quads were like the size of tree trunks. Uh, and I looked down and went, you fucking what? It's like, they're, they're strong. How do I strengthen that? <laughs> it's like, um, he was right. Uh, it was about... You're like, you're like that, was sw- that was swelling. It was, it was about, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was swelling. About, uh, <laughs> I, d- I wasn't as muscular as I thought I was. <laughs> yeah, like I, I got in touch with a PT who's a, a BMX rider as well. Um, in a gym that's owned by BMX riders. Oh, fair enough. Um, and yeah, started training. And it took about probably eight months yeah. before I was able to, to comfortably walk properly. Um, I could still walk the whole time I could walk, but you know, I'll be like 10 steps down the road and one leg would just go, yeah, I've had enough and collapsed. I am done with today. <laughs> that was fun working in bottle shops, stocking shelves with knees that don't work. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a, bit of, a bit of time and I'll, yeah. yeah, I can move now. <laughs> like I can move a little bit, not as much as I yeah. used to, but I can, I can, I'm, I'm and, there slightly. And between, between that, you know, lack of being able to ride and eating far too many potato chips. Oh, dude, don't, <laughs> man, don't even start with that shit. I'm the worst oh, for potato look, chips. I'm, I'm leaning on, I'm leaning on about 118 kilos now, so it's pretty shit. Oh, um, man. But trying to work back from that and look, a big chunk of that was, you know, um, as much as I enjoyed our time working together, I had to leave the place because oh, yeah. it was a stress bomb and it wasn't helping yeah. me with hanging on to weight. You definitely look a lot less stressed these days, which is nice. Mate, I tell you what. It's good to see. It's good to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm more stressed that you've left, but it's okay. Well, that's what I think would happen. <laughs> and, and it happened to pretty much everyone who's there. So I still get my regular phone calls. And oh, yes. So. oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. From my favourite my favorite crew, um, is yourself and Miss Elaine. Oh, yes. Um, Oh, she had a bad one the other day. She was so mad. Yeah. Oh, man. I actually don't think I've seen her uh, that mad for quite a while, to be honest. It was yeah. quite, it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, what the world? She said to me, um, she said to me something to me. I was just like, it's like, fuck, you've been a real bitch today. <laughs> and she's just like, looked at me. Fuck you, Benson. <laughs> pretty much, man. Pretty much. Oh, it was uh, fucking great, man. Don't, you don't hear her swear much, but when she does, oh my oh, God. so <laughs> worth it. It's <laughs> like, it's so worth it. I love uh, it. I really do. Fuck, man. Well, I do. So what else? You are, and like, you're an American sports guy, so you yeah, like the American like sports of, like myself. You're a baseball guy. It's funny, yeah. Like, 
it's all that's all fairly new to me, right? So even the baseball realistically is fairly new to me. Um, I say that, but then I've, I found something at Mum's place that went, no, actually, it's not new to you. Um, look, my kids started playing baseball. My son showed an interest in in hitting a ball with a bat um, that wasn't a cricket bat, thankfully. Thank God. Um, when he was in grade three. He's now in grade seven, so four years, four years yeah. ago. Um, so we signed him up to uh, to play baseball, to have a go at it. It was... Um, very, very early days in baseball is, uh, at that age, I think they call it um, rookie ball. Okay. So rookie ball is all coach pitch, or at that, at that time it was. Um, and then, t- you know, hit off a tee when you when you coaches, when you have the coaches' pitches. Yeah. Uh, which is most of them. <laughs> uh, I managed to give him two blood noses in that time. Nice. Uh, because he decided to catch with his face and not his glove. Oh look! Uh, that was a learning learning moment. I there. feel like that's a way better way to, it, to it catch things. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, if you're not a hockey goalie, you learn to catch with a glove, not your face. Yeah, uh, yes, this is true. This is true. Uh, and so it's it, um, it came around that my daughter, who wants to do everything that my son does, uh, and she's only she's just about to turn nine next week, seven days from today. So, wow. Um, so she was like, well, I want to do this thing too that he's doing. So we signed her up for T-Ball. Um, at the end of the first season of T-Ball, we go and she's aged up and she says, oh, like, I, want to, I don't want to play T-Ball now, I want to play rookie ball. So we get her into this rookie ball uh, where it's getting coach pitched and that sort of thing. And so the club says, oh, we, we've got lots of kids. Is anyone able to help out, you know, coach or assistant coach? And... Megan has a really good habit, really good habit of um, volunteering me for things. Nice. Oh, like she didn't let you so, know. She's just like, uh, uh, like oh, she, oh, she I know a guy. I think I know a guy. After the fact, she goes, yeah, yeah, I've signed you up for that. I'm like, or I've told them that you you might be able to help out. I'm like, okay, yeah. Cool. yeah I, I like it when really she's like, I think yeah. I know a guy. Well, throughout, throughout the team all season, and as I said before, when I, I like to teach. I like to help out. And if I can see where someone's kind of yeah. needing something, I'll jump in. And so there, throughout the team all season, I'd been helping the coach out, um, you know, wherever it was, wherever it was kind of needed. And yeah, rookie ball season comes around and they, I said, oh, look, I'm an assistant coach. And they went, oh yeah, no worries. Within that time in this, on the same day, one of the come and try days, six other kids come up and they're like, oh, we've now got enough people for another team. You're the coach. <laughs> Balls. All right. So here I am. I know essentially fuck all about baseball. Crash course, what, crash course I know, time. I know what a strike is. I know what a ball looks like. I know what, a, you know, I know what the bases are called. Realistically, I don't know much more than that. And so I start coaching this this um, little league rookie ball team and learning as I go and just found an absolute passion for this game. And I was like, it's, this was a game I used to avoid. I used to avoid any, any sports on TV that had green. If it was grass involved in any way, I was like, fucking no, change not, channel. not interested. Um, yeah. I had, I've always had like ESPN on my t- on, on for however, you know, whether it was on Fetch or whether it was on the old yeah. Optus. Um, good old Optus. Good old, um, good old Optus Vision back in the day. Optus, Optus, Vision. Optus yeah, Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I, used yeah, watch, yeah. I used to watch things on there, but um, I used to have that just to watch Supercross. 
Yeah. Because uh, they'd have Supercross season would start uh, January and run through. And so I watched that. And then also, I would always just avoid the NFL that would just would have just started or would be partway through. I'd avoid the baseball that was, um, yeah. you know, uh, spring training and that sort of thing that you would have at the same time. And so I'd, I'd avoid watching those things. Yeah. The, the thought of it just blew just my bore, mind. It just bores you, right? Yeah, it just bores me. Yeah. Um, like tennis. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I can't. I can't really. There's watch a reason it sounds now. like tetanus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does give me these things. Uh, oh god. No, so yeah, it, I just, yeah, I just get this passion for this sport, and uh, and I start watching more and more, and I start trying to learn more and more. And so this season, I've been asked to coach the under fourteen junior league team. Oh, nice, dude. That's very great. Which is a big step up for me because there's big rule changes. There's a lot more pressure as far as what the expectation is from parents and that sort of thing but we've still got kids who are only just starting off oh fuck parents dude whatever we've got kids who've never played before as well so um again there's enough for two for two teams so hopefully i get the lesser of the two teams so there's not not so much pressure yeah i I talked to a a buddy of mine that's on my um on my inline team he um mentions it quite a lot as well like Mm -hmm. The he coaches his kids' hockey team, yeah, and he's just like, it's just the worst. Parents are the worst yeah. oh, when yeah. it comes to, like, especially parents that like. I think I think it's it's a crosswind both rights. You, you're either you're either the parent that knows nothing that thinks they know everything, yeah. or you're the parent that knows everything that knows they know everything, yeah. but make it very difficult for you as a coach. Like, well, if you wanted to yeah. be the coach, you could be the coach. Yeah. But um, you don't want to I've, put that I've effort in. I've been really lucky, honestly. The last three... I, I coached for the last three seasons. And for those three seasons, I've had probably the best group of parents that you could ask for. Yeah. Sands won. Um, and you broke was, his and face. And he was last year. I wanted to. Um, oh, I, anyway, like look, I like this. Tell me about oh, this. Look, Tell me no, about I just, this one. I Look, I can understand where the guy was coming from. Um... Was he a professional baseball player? No, he plays cricket or AFL. He coaches, oh. he coaches his kids' AFL team. I know that much. Um, but yeah. he's come on saying, oh, you should do this, you should do that. I was like, mate, no. But the unfortunate thing was he came. He and his son came in halfway through the season. Mm. Son's never played baseball before. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. We've, we've just been the same team for three years with one or two changes each year where you know, kids have moved away and other kids have Yeah. But we stayed predominantly the same team. So we're at the point where, okay, we, previous to that to that half of the season, the first half of the season, we would do, everyone would have, you know, equal time on the field. Everyone would have equal time. Yeah. We'd have one one person pitch per inning. As you, as you, do, with, as you do with kids' yeah, sport. Yeah, we'd get know? sometimes three or four, you know, most often uh, three to four innings out of a game. Yeah. So this one game, his kids, like probably the second, third game his kids played, he isn't there. He's at his other kid's game. His wife's at his other kid's game. So there's no parent there for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the only feedback he gets is off the kid. Now, I've got his kid booked in to be a catcher because he, he and, and give the kid credit, he will be a fantastic catcher. Yeah. If if his new coach keeps him up with being a catcher, he will yeah. be fantastic. He's like, he's just got it. Yeah. He's, um, he's dialed in. He can, he can he, he, he reads the ball. He is yeah. just dialed into that. Once he learns the game a bit more, he'll be he'll be really good. Like he just yeah. that's that just fits him. That yeah. position just fits him. 
And so he's asked to be catcher. We trained, we practiced the week, the, the training beforehand. Said, this is the position you're going to play. But it's a 30 degree day, 30, 32, 33 degree day, hot day. And I went, all right, I'm going to play each of the catchers for two innings because it's bloody hot. And I'm not going to put them in the field at all because it's bloody hot. So they're going to bat and that's it. But I'm not going to have them in the field. They'll, they'll play catcher and they won't play a field. In yeah, especially because they're all in all that they're, gear They're too. geared up the same as the same as a hockey goalie. They, they've got more gear than everyone else. The, the difference being these guys are sitting, squatting in the sun. They've got to move more than everyone else because if they miss a ball, they've got to jump up and run for it. They've got to be switched on. They, they're there the whole time and they don't get to move. Like They don't yeah. have to move around, stretch out. Um. So I said, oh, look, I'm, I'm going to sit him out for the two innings and then I'm going to put him in for two. The only problem was our two innings run long and because we're timed games, he didn't get a chance on the field. Ah, now, he right, got two yeah. at-bats. He got the bat twice because I had him up the start, up the front of the order so he could actually get, you know, get batting in. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, it, it, it happens. didn't, get, he it didn't happens. get game time. And so his dad's come and ripped me. It's like, oh, you know, you should have, everyone should change every innings. I was like, we were doing that last season, last last uh, last half of the season. Myself and my assistant coach and team manager all got together in the last year and we discussed it and we said, this is the direction we're going to go so that the kids have more time playing in position. So they're getting used to yeah. getting ready to step up. Some of them coming up this year, some of them coming up next year into junior junior league. Because um, you age up, and so yeah. I wanted them to get more time as a position player, learning a position. So you play two innings or three innings in that position, then we change you, and yeah. you get a different one, one different. So it's all about trying to teach them like a bit more um, baseball IQ, I guess you'd call yeah. it. Yeah. But because they came in at that point in the season, they didn't know that, didn't understand that. He only got the feedback from his kid. He's come in. Going home, so that kind of soured me. Yeah, you kind of like, not enough like, to well, sour me off. Not enough well, to sour me off the coaching. Yeah, but soured yeah. you off him for sure. Oh, well and truly. Um, yeah, and he avoided me the whole rest of the, the whole rest of the season. Didn't talk to me the whole rest of the season. Because so did he? Did you go off? Not go off him, but did you like? So no, I just, like, I just explained like, to him pretty much as calmly as I just did then, and just yeah. went, "Look, this is what happened." I said, "It's really unfortunate." Um. I'll do what I can to make sure it doesn't happen again. But I yeah. said, that's very, very unusual that we have a two innings game. I said, you've been there for all of our other games. We did three and four innings at minimum. I said, so I was expecting him to at least get one innings in there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but you know, if you had done it the other way, I said, yeah, but if I had done it the other way, then those other games would have been different too. Yeah, exactly. So like, you've come in, you've seen how I've done it. I did it the same way. We only got time for two innings. Out of my hands. Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, I can't change I can't, that. Yeah, I can't fix the time. Yeah, um, I can't change time. Yeah, I was apologetic, but at the same time, look, yeah. I don't have a DeLorean. Yeah, um, and look, you've seen me handle customer complaints the same way. I do love um, your customer your customer complaint handling uh, situation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 good. Like, yeah, I I understand that you you feel like you've been wronged. Um, you may well be a dickhead, but <laughs> and yeah, uh, and you are currently wronging me by still being in my general vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I generally have this way to be able to de-escalate people. Now, the beauty of customer complaint handling is that they will either go away and never come back 
because yeah. they're pissed off either way and you you can't win that. Yeah, you're not going to win that Or back, they'll yeah. go away and they'll come back and be happy. Now, yeah. the difference to this is this guy spent $300 to get his kid to play for half a season. He's not going away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a flog. Uh, the plus side of it, look, we, we were only about three games out from the end of the season, which is why they were getting harder, harder games, longer games, because the kids were just playing better. Yeah. Um, so you weren't just smashing through innings and going out, out, out. It was like these guys are getting runs. Our guys were staying at the plate for longer, unfortunately, not getting runs. Yeah. I'll, you know, um, yeah, they're actually... Yeah, as a, as you would expect, expect or hope in a child's uh, yeah. development sport, they are yeah. developing and becoming yeah. better yeah. players. And, it, and that makes it yeah. hard when you've got a kid who's just come in and, and is, is brand new, fresh. Yeah. Never played before and you're partway through a partway through a season with a team that's played together for three years. Yeah. Or well, some of them four. Yeah. Um, some of those kids were, were T-ballers together. Um, so, yeah, that's that's always a, that's an awkward little fun thing. But Yeah, I'm not looking forward to becoming a coach for the Twins hockey oh, team. Oh, you so are. I'm not at all because <laughs> I don't like, I don't like confrontation. You've seen this. this You've you, seen me avoid so, confrontation so <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you won't have a safety aisle to disappear down. Yeah, yeah, I just go, I'm um, out of here, fuck this, I'm done. No, see, what you need to do is invest in a really good team manager who can deal with the most. <laughs> <laughs> team manager deals just with it. Just don't piss the team manager off. That's all right. I know exactly what I'd do. I'll make Sav the team manager yeah, because because yeah. she's a redhead and she wants to protect me. Yeah, I'll just yeah. be like, baby, just yeah, go deal with this. She'll, she'll also be wanting to protect the boys, so you'll have that to contend with. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I'll I'll protect the boys. She protects the yeah. she protects the, hus- the, the husband. The husband yes, at that point, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> now my question has always been: Will Will you go full Simpsons with them and have one of them? No, the I love Bart. No, I love Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> have, have one of them get the front seat purely based on sports, especially when they don't want it to be based on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I like with Lisa. I'd like to sit there because you want me to sit there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ha ha, tricked you. <laughs> yeah, because you're good at sports. Um, Fight yes. for my love. <laughs> so um, fucking good, yeah, man. Well, yeah, that was a. That's been a. Yeah. Anyone who it's, knows me knows that Simpsons is is a, Simpsons a guide is, to my life. Simpsons uh, is a guide to everyone's I, life. I have said that there's there's a Simpsons quote for every single thing that ever happens in life. Yeah. Um, which I, is pretty well. I haven't found one that isn't yet. I so. feel the same, except for me, it's it's South Park. Yeah, South Park for me is like there's a, there's a South Park quote for everything. Oh, I yes, can almost yes. yeah, guarantee it, man. I get everything. Yeah, the, hard, the hardest part of that is that sometimes my racism is showing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh shit, dude! So fucking good. Yeah. So oh okay. man. So, uh, <laughs> like, well, only only just like so you know at 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 TT. So we had our phone changeover. Yeah. Uh, We've just had the phone changeover at ST. Oh, so you've got the fancy phones now? So, no, they haven't, but they've just changed provider from my, my time, uh, which apparently has collapsed, yeah. which is going to be really interesting because they supply all the phones for Major League Baseball. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> which is, like, how does a helpful. company that big collapse? I don't know. Maybe well, just my Australia. No, you guys suck. You with don't, don't do with great difficulty. Um, so, we've changed over to this other system, still on the same phones. So, the changeover wasn't as bad, but the, the difference is now. When we call another store, instead of it just ringing, it says, um, please wait for another, what is it? Um, please wait for another, please, please wait for customer service agent. And so <laughs> yeah. my brain goes, 
please wait for customer service Asian. Yep. <laughs> yep. And so we've we've called uh, Thursday night. We are open late Thursday nights, unlike you guys. Yeah, uh, so I, I do like the fact that we're not open. Yeah, that's um, that's a bit rough. So at about at about seven thirty last night, like last night, uh, night before, um, we're bringing other stores and going. Where where is your customer service Asian? I need to build a chi- I need to build a city wall. I need a brick. You have a brick for my city wall. Service Asian. Uh, uh, just do it, my guardians. Because a bunch of those guys, they've only just gotten the phone system too, so they haven't cottoned on to the fact that we're taking the piss out of customer service Asian. <laughs> where is your Asian? I want to speak to your Asian. Where's the Asian? I said that was my um, that was my so yeah, I, I, I came out with that the, the other Fuck night. Yeah. Oh Jesus, my ca- my casual racism is showing. Oh <laughs> God, it can't be it can't be as bad as as uh, Jeff's uh, his uh, racism at work. My God, it's terrible. <laughs> dude, before we even opened uh, this morning, I, I got to meet him on his first day. Yeah, um, and, and I put and I put through seven thousand dollars worth of sales in his name, which oh, was awesome. Don't. Don't do that. That was bad. You were the one that started this then because he's he has literally done that. He he like go, he's he will literally sit at on the counter at work yeah. and he just goes, "Oh, look at all these sales that I'm making while everybody while staying, while, at, the while staying at the counter while everybody else is out on the floor doing <laughs> shit. He's fucking sitting at the counter um, going, "Check this out. Look at this. I've got I just made $10,000 with the sales." And well, I'm like, yeah, fuck, uh, I can do 10 grand worth of sales too. I, if I, I think stood he's Tynan Jr. He's, he's a bit Tynan Jr., I think, in the opposite he, way. Like, Tynan will live down the aisles. The two of them would make a really great salesperson. Yeah, just together they would. Yes, yeah, you're yeah, right. We'd make one good <laughs> one, person. One good person. <laughs> uh, but, they, but it would be a very racist person. A very racist person, yeah. <laughs> because well, like, yeah, the, he, 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 had dropped, he dropped two racist things before we even opened this morning. And I was like, oh, that's the way today's going to be. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, look, you're oh, in the worst, you're honestly in the worst shop for it. Um, it's bad. It's, yeah, it's amazing because you know, like, I we still get a lot of um, a lot of Asian customers through. Yeah, and I know at Cooper's, the majority of those customers are Chinese speaking or um, Mandarin speaking. Yeah. So I went and put a whole bunch of um, uh, phrases on my phone on the Google Translate. Yeah. So that those specific customers, we know a bunch of them that that don't speak any English. Yeah. And to make it easier for them, make it easier for us, I put these things on there. Customers were loving it. Go over to Virginia, I still have a bunch of Asian customers come through. They're not Mandarin, these ones. Though. They don't. They, they speak better English than I do. Um, <laughs> these guys are coming in and just going, what the fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs> it's like, what? Where's this <laughs> you, just, you start saying it's um, like a really bad like, Mandarin and he goes, yeah, he just goes, like, where do you think you are, bud? Fucking <laughs> like, piss off. Pretty much. Um, so it's a it's a really good way to get your racism back in check because that that frustration that you have of not being able to communicate with people. Yeah. And that's and that's really what where a lot of it comes from, especially at Coopers. Yeah. Um, that frustration of not being able to communicate with, with someone because they don't speak any English. Yeah. And all they want is that one plastering tool that you don't have because you don't stock any. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how specific that was. <laughs> um, and, and drywall guns. Drywall screw yeah, guns. Yeah, drywall screw guns. Yeah, um, yep. Which you only ever keep three on the shelf and they always want six at a time because four of the other ones are broken. Um, <laughs> look, the, that, that communication barrier creates frustration. Oh, man. And... 
it, it's it was one of the things that I that I would always push back on when I would get told, "Hey, you guys need to do X, Y, and Z more with your customers." And I was like, "This is something that's very difficult to do when yeah. your customer has more limited English than yeah. than." The demographic yeah. for each store is different. It every is, every 100%. store, yeah. Like uh, Fielder was saying something the other day about a particular fest. He's a, fest. Guy. He's a great. Guy. He's a great guy. I love that. I love Mister Andrew Fielder. But he um, he mentioned something the other day about, about a particular fest tool product, and he was just like he pointed them out on the shelf and just goes, "Here's an interesting tidbit. Those three items there are going to sit there for three months, and then they're going to get put back in their boxes and sent back to fest tool." And we all went, <laughs> "What?" And he goes, "He goes, yeah. He goes, you don't have the demographic to sell them." Those were they, they. They ordered these three things yeah. specifically for Tingalpa. Yeah, that was it. They were only meant to order three of them, one of each. Yeah, and they ordered them for all the stores instead. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> and now they have them. They because that's what they do. And then I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. He's like, yep, straight up. They will. He's like, they get sell on the shelf for three months well, then and then they'll be back. Side, big, big new drywall sander with the LEDs. They go, hey, we're gonna stock that at Tingalpa where no one buys them. And you guys who get asked for them every single day, and I do not tell a lie, every day you get asked for those yep. all Sanders. Have you got the one with the lights? No, no, sorry, mate. We don't. Tingalpa does that. Tingalpa's got it, and they don't sell me. They don't sell any apart from all the customers that we send them. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those points where you like, need to get the stock across that so you can actually fucking yeah, sell it to them look, properly. And, and hey, that's that's a that's a thing that that um. The, the crew at ST have got over the TT guys is that movement of stock between stores is so much easier. Yeah, they it's still trying to make it, it as, as hard as possible, but it is easier. It is difficult. Yeah. It is difficult. And there's one thing. I mean, I know that it's franchised. Yeah. Is ST franchised? No, man, no. It, it, there's, there's all ST's ST. There's two very rich guys that own the whole fucking lot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, like that's the one thing about like, because obviously coming from the JB background, like not being a franchise, it's to transfer stock like uh, it, it obviously it's not always the way but there was a lot of people at JB who got very protective of their stock yeah. and you kind of go it's not your stock it's yeah. Mr. JB's stock yeah. so you can just give me the stock and I can sell it to the cut to a customer who I've got right here who wants it right now yeah. I'm going to sell it to them and you're going to hold it for them yeah. and then they're going to come pick it up from you we get we, yeah. we do get a bit of that some of the guys are protective and it's more they're protective about their sales which yeah, I find absolutely ridiculous in a, in a business that you don't get commission. Well, yeah, I was going to say because we like you guys you, don't get commission no, either, no right? Commission either. Yeah, we don't get commission at TT, um, so you and you guys don't get it there. Uh, like at so, JB, I'm like, okay, I get that at JB if you get upset, yeah. but still, don't be a little uh, bitch. So the, the protectiveness, protectiveness of the sale. Yeah. Um, now that's something that you probably see a little bit from the guys who've come across from ST to TT. Yeah, they get a bit protective of their sale. The Tingalpa in particular because that's where their management's come from yeah <laughs> um <laughs> yes their management yes mismanagement mis yeah mismanagement <laughs> that's the sister of management yep uh, <laughs> um the unproductive sister of management yes oh yeah uh look oh look Kane's alright Kane's alright <laughs> um well Fred is goes okay Fred has reached out and reached out to have a chat with me when I first first went over um but yeah look it's it's been a it's been a heck of a ride bit of an interesting one yeah um i wasn't the first one to jump ship back obviously damo was yeah um see i didn't know that i didn't know damo went back yeah. I, 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 well, damo, damo told everyone he wasn't going back there yeah and then went back there 
Uh, uh, Damo was- just loves. He lo- he lives and breathes it, doesn't he? He loves Mate, it. He, yeah, yeah, he does. He loves it. He spent his he spent the last shit. How long have I been over there now? Five weeks. Feels like a lot longer than that. It, it feels like you've been gone for years. It does, but it also felt like I've been there for years. To be fair, um, to be fair, your replacement is Jeff. Not Jeff. Jeff. No, it's not Jeff. Your replacement is awesome. His name's Jared, oh, and he's 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 a good dude. He's a good worse. dude. I like Jared. I like Jared. I got a lot of time for like, him. I like buying Subway from him. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't like buying Subway from Jared anymore. <laughs> uh, wait, isn't Jared in jail? Yeah. <laughs> Not the Jared I'm talking about. The Subway Jared. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yes. Oh, you're looking at you give too many people the wrong six inch and they're going to get upset, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, well, he wasn't giving them a foot long, that's for sure. No, uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, dude, like, yeah, the, the it's just interesting, like, I don't know, at the end of the day, we're all tool shots, we're all doing it to, I don't know, I've it's had weird. This, I've had this discussion with a couple of people lately and and my general consensus is, look, we're, we all have the same pricing. Uh, yeah. I said this to Mark, your franchisee. Um, you know, he he put a thing on on the WhatsApp chat. We have a WhatsApp chat too, so it's fucking great. Everyone uses WhatsApp. Um, Fantastic. Don't use WhatsApp; it's a conspiracy. Um, we have a great WhatsApp chat. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not talking about the companies that we personally yes, have a great yes. WhatsApp chat. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Mark had put a thing on there one day. Um, so ST had a sale on, and Mark put something up and said, "Oh, look, you know, we can, we'll, we'll do this, and we'll beat them on, we'll beat them on price, we'll match them on, beat them on price." I went, and I, my reply was, "You will never beat them on price because you we are we are always going to be the same prices. Yeah, if we have a special, they have a special. If they have a special, we have a special. No matter what happens, our pricing is always going to be very, very similar. Yeah. So the only thing that you can compete on is customer service." Exactly. And then he changes the management in that store and our customer service went to shit. Yeah. And that's because the the team morale went to shit. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Hasn't been that's, yeah, look, it's and, that's um, it. and that was one of the things that that pushed me to 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 move on. Um, well, which is fair the enough. only thing it was the, the straw that broke the camel's back yeah was, of course was that. there was other there's other stuff um, you know like we, we don't have to get de- into into deep details about yeah. that stuff because man eh, that's whatever. depressing it makes you it's exactly <laughs> exactly but, um, no but that was that was my my mindset it is you can't and, and no matter what industry you're in yeah someone else is always going to try and undercut you on price yeah of course always. all the time um you can't be the cheapest guy around because someone else will be cheaper and you will go broke. Yeah, exactly. You, you will so literally go out of business only, if you're the cheapest guy the around. The only way to compete is on your service you provide. Yeah. Um, we sell tools, but we have to provide the service of selling them. Yeah. So it comes down to your attitude with the customer, how helpful you are. If you help a customer with a $5 screwdriver or you help them with a $5,000 toolkit, it, you treat both customers the same way. Yeah, you have to. And yeah. it's it's few and far between. Like you, you have to, you know, it's few and far between that you find that don't treat that way. Um, there are the customers who are just dicks. Yeah, well, there's um, more often than not they're dicks. Yeah, well, like I mean, most of them, most of them come in there with the mindset of I have to be a dick to get what I want. 
Yeah. Because, um, you know, there's only three things in the world. There's dicks, pussies, and assholes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dicks also fuck pussies. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> they um, also fuck assholes, Chuck. Also right. fuck assholes. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, hang on. There you're out. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, get that, that shirt off, big boy. <laughs> Uh, no six packs in this house. No fuck, mate. There's never going to be a six pack in this house. The only six pack will be a beer. Correct. Um, we'll fix that. And even then, we'll change that to a keg. You yeah, dude, fucking help yourself. The bar fridge. To p- the take bar your fridge. pick. I'm, I'm going to go to. Oh, Smells. we're going the pucker brow. Oh, oh yes. Oh mate, there's, there's a big one in oh, there it's too. Ice oh yeah. White ice, nice. Oh, White ice rings, not bad, not a bad brew. Nice. They make good. The old pucker brows. It sits well. The one thing you find about me is I get. You've probably heard it already. I get passionate about everything. No, dude, um, I fucking dude, I'm little, the little same. Um, so I spent a bit of time working in bottle shops. Yeah, you did. You have um, told me this, and I, I like I like your bottle shop. So stories. yeah, the bottle shop thing happened at the same time as my knees shit themselves. Uh, of course, the difficult time. Vol- vol- <laughs> voluntarily shit themselves, you bastards. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Um, yeah, yeah, fucking. So I started in these bottle shops. Now I'm not a big drinker. Never hmm. been a big drinker. Uh, my old boy was social an drinker. Well, my old boy was an alcoholic, so yeah. Um, so you, yeah, you don't. So it's I've kind of stayed away from uh, from the drinking, heavy heavy drinking. Yeah. Um, actually, oh, fuck, yeah. We'll go. We'll go back a step from this. The most I ever used to drink was when I'd go out partying with my mates. One of my mates who was uh, DJ Trip from uh right. Ah, I do uh, I do and you would have remembered I do remember I do remember DJ Trip from uh, 299 yeah so uh <laughs> young Mr Todd Warren uh very very nice dude um was one of my best mates for a while um was in my wedding party Oh really uh, he I, had, I, that honestly it's a name I haven't heard yeah, for a long he time and one of my other best mates um who you may also know from your inline uh, exploits yeah. is uh, Bo Rogers. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, um, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah, young young Bo. So I got to I met both those guys the same year as I met Megan. Okay. Um, I'd been married before. I'd had. Um, oh, my, we've all been there, friend. My, my, my old, <laughs> yes, I'm aware. <laughs> uh, my I've been listening to this really cool podcast and just about this guy named Benson. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Um, anyway. Um, so I had my oldest daughter, and she at the time was just about to turn three. Um, and I'd started a new job, so I was my whole mindset was just I need a complete life change because my I just made a whole bunch of shitty choices. I continued to make shitty choices yeah. after that, but I made a bunch. Fuck, of shitty mate, choices. we all make shitty choices. Um, and so like I was Bogan from Logan, I was all about the cars. And I was just stepping myself away from that, and and the group of people who I was around doing that, who were they were my friends, um, and a bunch of them had kind of stuck by me a bit. So it was that was you know yeah that was cool, but um, I got in I I kind of got myself involved in um, freestyle motocross, uh, not riding myself because I don't jump as I explained earlier. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, not a jumper, but I love taking photos. So I was doing photography for a bunch of these freestyle guys yeah. and I got chatting to Todd who was doing um, some freelance writing. He's actually a really, really talented writer. Okay. Uh, he was doing some freelance writing for um, uh, an Australian freestyle motocross magazine. Oh, wow. Um, and so 
he lived not far from where I was living at Jimboomba. He lived out at Logan Village. Yeah. And I went out there one time. I got to his, uh, I think it was actually his 18th birthday party. And we got absolutely fucking blind around the fo- uh, big fucking bonfire out there, which is probably one of the most fun nights I've had in ages. Um, so I got to meet, I got to know Todd through that and a bunch of other freestyle riders and then street bike stunt riders and all these yeah. really fucking cool guys. Um, still really good mates with a bunch of them. Uh, at the same time, started the new job, as I said, met Bo. And uh, Bo at the time is 16. Now, this time I'm 28. Right? So yeah. I've met an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old who end up being two of my best mates. Um, because both of them had their heads switched on. Both of them were just fun to be around. They were just really nice, yeah. casual guys. And all but the also guys age is just a fucking... All the guys my age were yeah. fuckwits. Yeah. All the people I knew were fucking dipshits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm out there having having fun riding dirt bikes taking photos um, Bo was a dirt, would, would ride dirt bikes as well and my main thing has always been you know since I was 14 uh, started racing BMX yeah so racing riding Bo ride, Bo's fruit booter <laughs> um, Todd also rides BMX and takes photos of BMX and then part of his writing for this freestyle motocross magazine was the BMX, freestyle BMX dirt jump section they did. So he knows all of these fucking BMX riders. Yeah. Uh, one of whom is our first ever BMX fucking uh, freestyle gold medalist. Oh, wow. Logan Martin. Now I meet Logan Martin through another guy who's taking photos. Um, and this is when Logan was 14, I think. Oh, wow. But he was already like, you know, the guy who was... He was already a fucking weapon. But the guy who was taking the photos was the one who actually had sent the photos to to all these guys in the States and gone, fucking look at this guy. Watch what this guy does. This kid, yeah. And that was where he started getting getting noticed. Um, I met uh, the guys who started off the unit. Yeah. I met Jason, who owns um, Loose Gear Industries or LKI, as everyone knows it now. Or, um, yeah, it was just LKI, so you see LKI everywhere. Yeah. Um, about to open a, a brand new store in Carindale Shopping Centre. Wow, yeah. I, I met this dude when he was just a kid, you know, screen printing shit out of his own shed. Yeah. Um, same as the guys from Unit. I met them when they were just cutting stickers out at home and, and screen printing shirts at home. So, you know, seeing all these guys grow around me was, was just really cool to be a part of that. Um, it gets you pumped too, right? Yeah. Like, it just gets you stoked, especially for people like that. Like, you just... You know, you sort of go, oh, you know, how'd they get that start? You know, like everyone's like, oh, oh there. Yeah. It's all about how jealous, jealous people are yeah. of someone else's. I guess not good fortune, but like they look at, oh, you know, the guy that owns that brand is just he's yeah. obviously loaded, and blah blah blah. But he didn't start out that way. He had no, to work no. hard to get there. I mean, there's, there's not none of them were broke. Let's put it that way. Yeah, they weren't broke to start off with. They weren't. Rich by any fucking stretch. Not yeah. by even the slightest stretch. Um, the guys that started off the unit, the unit were only um, Gold Coast, a couple of kids from the goalie. Yeah. Um, the Jason who started off LKI, he he lives his, was living at his parents' place at um, Carville. Yeah. So they're local kids. Um, yeah, like, the, Jason was a, a dirt bike rider. Mm. Um so he had a few industry contacts and things like that, and he, you know, he'd been riding, so he wasn't 
broke, but he wasn't making any money out of the sport. Yeah. Um, and look at where he's at now, um, and he's he's pretty comfortable. I gotta say. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's, he's living the dream. Yeah, yeah. And not so, somebody else's dream, his own dream. No, well, that's it. That's it. So it's um, it's a funny little thing where that that kind of comes from, and I don't have. I'm not one of those guys who gets jealous over that sort of stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm the one who supports them. So, you know, I would see people selling counterfeit unit stuff and I'd be on the phone going, hey, dude, jump on this website. These guys are selling counterfeit gear. I don't want people ripping off my mates. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I was really kind of just, help, you know, s- stepping that sort of thing up and just you know, keeping an eye on things. And at the same time, like I was doing signs and stickers and stuff and I get people coming to ask me. I'm like, no man no buy it from the source it's only going to cost you five bucks more yeah. and you're going to be supporting the guy who actually owns the brand yeah um, so yeah like especially when it's things like that and you don't think about that with the big multis like you don't think about Fox and things like that because that's owned by people who've got a fucking lot, lot of money yeah um, like definitely now yeah for sure you know, units units being sold so it's not the same guy who owns it anymore so it's like yeah go nuts um, some some American company. <laughs> yeah. Once they get um, bought out, you don't give a shit about that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Once they're a startup, <laughs> though, yeah. very different story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's a. You, again, you like I have this these passions for these things, and I get I, I like to back people. Um, but that's um, it, man. So what's yeah, about? So I, yeah, I got I got in from there. And in a roundabout way, like I, I had a, a paint panel business of my own, so I was doing stickers and stuff. I was doing paint panel, custom painting, airbrushing and stuff, which I love, heaps of fun, but didn't make me any money. Yeah. And took me away from the family a lot. And so one of the things I did was move away from that. And roundabout way, ended up working in bottle shops, managing bottle shops pretty bloody quickly from, I, I step up from, from, um, from just working in the stores to managing pretty quickly for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> um, but I learned a lot about booze. And as someone who's come from a, a place where there's not a lot of drinking, uh, with exception of going out partying with my mates um, when I was when I was kind of in my early 30s, it's I've come around to appreciating flavors of things and textures of drinks and. Yeah, you know, textures of a drink, it's wet and it's cold. Who cares, right? Well, um, yeah, yes. Yes and, yes and no, yeah. yeah. But when you start to get into things like craft beer in particular, um, I got involved in you know, craft beers and craft spirits and you know, got to t- talk to the, the brewers. Um, I got to talk to winemakers and it's that connection of passion. Yeah. I got to connect with people who were... They weren't just the guy going around selling you grog to, you know add to their portfolio or here's another, here's another 16 pro- products that we've got to our, our portfolio of, you know, 7,000. Yeah. It's like, I'm talking to the winemaker who grows the grape. He, you know, his family has the vineyards yeah. and his family has owned vineyards for three generations and he's a, a fourth generation winemaker and he's, his passion is about doing, and this was one in particular, his passion was about making um, organic wine with the least intervention possible and, um, and just find like talking to that guy uh, or talking to uh, another guy who was a winemaker from New Zealand who'd come over and talking to the brewers, um, not the Milwaukee brewers. I'd like to do that. Um, <laughs> oh yes. Um, but you know, talking to brewers about what their favorite beers were. Now I had the 
the privilege, I will say, of setting up a a boutique bottle shop. Uh, yeah. that, that was attached to a brewery. So we set up the brewery, we set up the bottle shop, and I got to set the, the bottle shop up and stock it. So I was contacting all the breweries. And I'm saying, like, I want to talk to the to the brewer, the head brewer, because I want to find out what their favorite beer is. I'm, I want to stock not your core line stuff. Yeah, I want to stock the other stuff. Unless, like I said, our, 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 um, our ethos is we want to carry all your limited release stuff. But if there is one of your core range beers that is the beer that your head brewer is the most passionate about, I want that. So I said, I don't care what your biggest seller is. If your biggest seller is your lager and your head brewer's passion is your pale, I want your pale. If his passion is the lager and not the fucking, and, and not the, um, the pale, and yeah. not, yeah, and not the pale, then I want the lager. Yeah. Because I, I want to sell the story to the customer. I'm not selling the beer, I'm selling the story. Hey guys, Benson here from Happy Hour from the Ramble Room. Are you bored of wearing the same five shirts over and over again? Does it absolutely suck to find new threads that really show off your love for beer and hockey? Fourth Line Apparel is made by beer leaguers for beer leaguers with a bunch of awesome designs that, that show your passion for not only hockey, but also the beers with the team after the game. Available in a large range of sizes and colors, get out and support small business. Chuck them a follow on Instagram at the Fourth Line Apparel. Then head over to their website, www.thefourthlineapparel.com. That's www.thefourthlineapparel.com. Grab some new threads today. Yeah. Um, and so that was a, a big part of it, especially when I was there. They're like, oh, you know, our sales are down on these nights and they're up on these nights. I went, yeah, that's the nights I'm there because I'm selling the story. I'm not just going... Here's a fridge full of pretty beers because it was fucking cool. Yeah, because it's all because um, it's all like one off, like not like yeah. one off runs and stuff. They're all like yeah. specific, and those you ones, know. Those ones a lot of the time will sell themselves. It's the other ones that are like you know, this beer is this guy's this guy's favorite beer. Like he he brews this he brews his pilsner and the pilsner is his his baby and he's yeah you know uh, he's the most passionate about the pills. He does you know, four different varieties of this pilsner, but it's always pilsner. And yeah, that's what he's at so. Um, Cause he's, our, he's like it's his jam, brewer, it's his jam. Our brewer there, his passion was the pills. Yeah, um, and he made this beautiful. Um, but he also did a really bloody good stout. Now, being a person who's not a huge fan of stouts, um, generally because they're too thick and chewy, his was a little bit lighter on body. Yeah, but yeah, really, really nice. Good. Even like I'm not mm. a huge coffee fan, so that's why I tend to steer away from them a bit. But yeah, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan um, of the, the stouts and the, the dark beers. And yeah, stuff. and that's kind of why. But you know, um, yeah, I've had some. I've had a couple of good ones. I've had a couple of good ones, and it's that that funny thing while you're doing that. You know, um, I I never was a wine drinker. Yeah. But my god, I found some nice wines. Um, yeah, I like I never started. I think there was a, the wine things. It started. I started out on. The wine, um, obviously, a lot later. I feel like yeah. wine. You, it's one of those things that you grow into. Yeah, wine's an old person. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's more. I think you, once your your palate opens up after a while, and you just sort of, I don't know, like like I everything when I first started drinking, like I didn't even really, well, I didn't like, even like yeah. beer really. Yeah. Like I was never a fan. I'd always go for the bourbon and coke or the yeah. fucking Woodstocks for Christ's sake. Like, well, that's, I mean, that's because you know, we were tight asses. Yeah, broke. exactly. Um, and, and now it costs you a fortune to buy a fucking Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
uh, yeah, well, the only people who buy Woodstocks now buy like the ten percenters and shit, the twelve percenters. Yeah, the big ones, uh, the big no, boys, the yellow ones. Oh yeah, uh, the, 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 but the big percentage though, oh, big yeah, percent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big boys. Yeah, yeah. you don't well, go for, go for the weak stuff. No, 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 no. But that, that therein comes the difference between drinking to get shit faced and drinking because you enjoy the drink. Yeah. Um, and that's where I've come to. I'm not like yeah. I'll drink because it's a nice beer. I'll like, drink it because it's a nice wine. I'll yeah. drink it because it's a... You, but you drink it because you, know. you enjoy it, not because yeah. you... Uh, like. I mean, look. Of course I like to get shit-faced. Who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't like to have a big night every, every now and then? But, like, I am absolutely... I definitely would not sit there and go, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. I do not have... Like, if I if I, I might not have a beer for fucking three, four weeks. Yeah. Then I might have six. Oh, look, I was... But, yeah. I was very lucky to have... Um, in my developing years, when I would have been drinking with all the boys, uh, I started my apprenticeship. So and and moved out of home at the same time. Yeah. So I had no money. So yeah. if I was going to drink and get shit faced, it would be really cheap. Yeah. But I also worked out that if you drink to the point where you vomit, you're vomiting your money back up. Yeah. And I'm too much oh, of a tight ass yeah. to do that. Yeah. Fair call. Fair call. <laughs> so I yeah. Like, I agree. I will drink until the point where I'm just about to go, and then like. That's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that point. You're like, if I have a if I have a water now, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't drink anymore, but if I have a water oh, now, no, I won't even do water. It's like I, my my stomach is full. Yeah, uh, uh, fair enough. Yep. If I have anything else, it's coming up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just going to chill now on this one, and I might I'll be holding this. I might nurse this. going to nurse this for, for next, a while for the next four hours, <laughs> if need be. But I'm still here, and I'm still on that level. I'm still right up there. You're like I'm still um, bu- I'm still buzzing. I'm still buzzing. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, oh, you go back to back to the school days, and I'd have the, the boys who were going and smoking weed in the toilets. Yeah, and they go, oh, come with us, man. Come with us. I'm like, have you met me? I don't need that shit. I'm fucking loose enough. As yeah, dude. ADHD's <laughs> hell of a drug. <laughs> uh, undiagnosed, but yeah. Um, <laughs> funny story there. Funny story there. Fuck, uh, dude. Like, honestly, every man just dogs undiagnosed oh, at this point. Um, the, the hilarity of it is that we... Um, so my boys had uh, issues with processing uh, information, processing, um, answering questions quickly, things like that. So you used to say to him, What's your favorite color? And you sit there and go, um, well, it's blue. As you, so, like, you'd have that. Yeah. Like, other times he's quick as you like, but if you asked him a question, he would stop and try and think about it. Mm. Um, and we were finding it we, with his schooling, it was really affecting him. He was taking longer to do exams and things like that. Smart as you like, but yeah. just slow with slow with getting stuff out there. So. The teachers were really good. They were giving him extra time on exams and things like that. So it um, got to the point where, like, okay, we're a year out from high school. We need to do something about this just in case the high schools aren't going to give him the extra time. Yeah. Uh, so we had him booked into a pediatrician, which um, if you need anything for the boys when they're 14, book them in now. Um, yeah, it's going to take a while. Because it fucking takes ages. Um, yeah, we're gonna. So have we to. finally get him get him seen by this by this um, pediatrician after a whole bunch of other tests and things like that. They put you put him through, uh, which he actually loved doing those. Um, but we get to see this pediatrician, and it's the day that I get to go in with him because I have a day off work this day, and and Megan's at work, so because oh you do it, so I've taken him in, and I'm sitting there, and right at the end of it goes, he says to Jack, yes, 
and we'll talk about your dad's ADHD next time. And I was just going, you fucking what? <laughs> so I don't know what he picked up on, um, what, what it was, what traits that I was that I was displaying at the time. But he just goes, yeah, we'll talk about your dad's ADHD next time. And you're like, and, then we, and I never went back. <laughs> I did, but he didn't say anything about it because uh, I, I guess I was really trying to behave myself. I don't know. I was like really, really like con- consciously, subconsciously trying to behave so that he didn't, say that I had ADHD. Oh, was like, dude. Um, so, yeah, it really wouldn't surprise me, especially with yeah, how I say I get really focused and super passionate about certain Yeah, you get the hyper-focus like I do, man. Like, you you saw what I was like when I started. Before we, we went, oh. Well, really, when I started the, the, the even the thoughts of doing the podcast, yeah. the, person that I, the two people that I bounced the podcast ideas off the most was you and yeah. Brett. And it was... Like every day, you, I come in and I'd be just like I bag black bags under my eyes, and you'd be like, "You're up late la- la- late last night, weren't you?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I can't stop thinking about the podcast." I'm like, and, and you go, "What have you got for me today?" And I'd like read you the list of stuff yeah. that I have in the podcast, and you're like, "Fuck, at least you're thorough." <laughs> oh, yeah. The hyper focus is fucking real, dude. It it's is, fucking hardcore. It it. It's fucking I get the guys at work. Yeah, yeah, like I, I do the merchandising thing. Yes, uh, I like this. Now I'm not, I'm not the visual merchandiser, but and the people on here can't see this, but this is Ooh. this is a before shot. Ooh. And if okay. you slide, if you slide across two, you'll see the work in progress after shot. Now the guys at work, they'll say to me, oh, they actually guys, guys ask me how long it would take me to relay this aisle. Oh. Because um, I'd been looking at it and went, I've got the shits with the aisle. It looks like vomit. Yeah. And I fucking can't live with it anymore. Oh, so much better, dude. That's and so like, good. Oh, that'll take you two weeks. I said, I'll have it done in four days. Yeah. So two days I'll have it, two, three days I'll have it done and a fourth day to price it all. Yeah. yeah like, don't like, bother me and I'll and get it like, done quick. No fucking way. And they've looked at it two days ago and went, when I was in there on Thursday, and it's just gone, holy fuck, that would have taken us a week to get what you've done. <laughs> because <laughs> um, it's just I just go and then yeah, I'll, once, I'll yeah. go oh, I have enough of this I'll walk away and an hour later I'll walk back and go okay back on yeah or you're like you're like walk back an hour later you're like I don't like this and then you go and change it nah not even because I pre-plan it I've got this picture in my head I pre-plan how it's going to look yeah I might have to redo like a section to make it fit yeah but the overall is like it's it's pretty this is where on. it's going like this is going to go here. This is going to go here. This is going to here. And I actually have to, I have to pull one of the guys in and go, this is what I'm going to do. And this is where it's going to be. So our dispatchers, unlike you guys, our dispatchers are, are tasked with putting all the stock away. Right. So my, my discussions are always with them first. I yeah. Say, this is how I'm going to do it. So it makes your job easier. And they go, all right. And they don't really see it. And when it's all done, they're just like, Fuck, so, so much easier. easier. <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> um, that's yeah. all right. This week I decided, I said to myself this week, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done helping. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. I told I told both the store manager and the ASM that I'm no longer doing this stuff because yeah. it is not appreciated. So I'm done with it. Can't yeah. do it anymore. I did something the other day to fix something up because they've split the aisles again. Yeah. To like, uh, so they've given, I've got my normal aisles. aisle. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I've got my normal aisle. And then I've also got hand tools yeah. and the sledgehammers. So, so for anyone who, who doesn't understand what this is, there's an aisle of stock and uh, 
Benson now apparently has the two aisles with the absolute most variants of different objects in it. Yeah. Um, I'd say the equivalent of about 2,000 items each aisle. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the other aisles that have got about 50. Fuck all. Yeah, I got fuck all. <laughs> so, <laughs> they really so got nothing. So just gone, hey, hey Benson. Uh, you can have the two hardest right aisles. Yeah, uh, two, have the two hardest aisles. Look, yeah, look, they gave, they gave it to me because they know that the, well, the, I'm the only the person most competent person to do it. Yeah. But uh, it's also like being good at your job isn't good at, it's not good because if you're good at your job, you just get given more jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 which is kind of a why I'm great, glad that I'm not yeah, in the management position yeah. right at the moment. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, uh, do they, they said that I'm like, I'm not doing it anymore. So I had some backlash from something that I did last week because I changed things around. The sledgehammers had been empty for ages yeah. and needed to be tidied up. It, honestly, it would look the same since the last yeah. time you were there. So um, I was literally, week. I was talking to the ASM yeah. and I was talking to... Um, Craig, the new BDM, mm. and um, they just looked at it and just went, oh, no, I, was, I was sorry, it was Fielder. It was Fielder and, mm. and, and ASM. And they just looked at it and just went, why does it look like this? And I said, I don't know. I said, I wish I could get, I wish I could answer that question for you. I said, but I'm not the merchandiser, so I can't answer that question yeah. for you. Yeah. And they said, okay, well, we should do it this way. I said, that's exactly how I would have done it if I was the merchandiser. Mm. So, but I'm not. And then Jared was like, just do it. He's like, if anyone says anything, I'll take, I'll, t- I'll wear it. Just say it was my decision, yeah. and let me know. So I said, okay, no problem. So I did that, yeah. and then I come back into work on Tuesday, no Wednesday, after being sick for fucking yeah. a bunch of days and having to go to a fucking and, funeral, and and, the, uh, and I've and I the hear VM merchandisers there. Oh yeah, she's there, and she is not happy. Uh, and I just went, okay. I guess, all right, whatever. Yeah. I'm just, but I just I don't care anymore. Like, mm. I try to do it to help. I try to be a good, a good employee. I do yeah. I go in there and try to do the best job that I can do. And they still don't fucking care. Yeah. But you know what the kicker was for me? Was the kicker was the response that I heard. Mm. Like, I don't know for sure, but look. We both, we, you and I both know who I'm talking about, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. we know we we know what this person yeah, yeah. can say, and this person literally said, "Well, he didn't want to be the merchandiser anymore, and he stopped." Yeah. Not, I bullied him out of his fucking job. Yeah. Look, and not just you, but everyone else. Who's everyone been else who's been in that job, with the exception of one person at another store. Yeah. Um. Yep. So anyway, look, 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 okay, that's what happened. So, yeah, and, that, and now look, we're at the point sense. now where that I just go, sense. I'm I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, look, so I fin- I fixed it. I, guess, I finished what I was doing. Yeah. It looks amazing. Just going to put it out there. Yeah. But I won't be doing it anymore. Look, I guess that's the one thing that we have the advantage of now. I have the advantage of now is I don't have that person to answer to. Yeah, um, so you can do what fact, you want. I don't have anyone to answer to as far as the layout of the store. The, yeah. The, um, with exception of big red and big blue mm. there's no there's no like wrong or reason to how how the store gets done yeah um, as long as it works it shouldn't matter as long as it works I mean look I uh, do I get in the end I'm all for planograms I'm yeah. all for that stuff if that's if that's what you can make happen and some things like yep if you can make it uniform across some stores to a certain degree yeah great in theory the plan is really great mm. but it doesn't work no well they're the not way they they're want not to. a one size fits all thing yeah, uh, and they never will be. Yeah, 
that's that's why they're a planogram. It's not a, a fixed. This is how it must be, mm. uh, because every store is a different shape. Yeah. Um, so or yeah, a different size, or bays are long, bays are different, or yeah. this this aisle is yeah. longer than the other ones. That's or, it. So yeah, you've got a longer yeah. store or a wider store. You can't yeah. do everything based on the same thing unless they do a Bunnings and they build their own stores. And even in that case, they're still restricted as to the piece of land that they've got it on. Yeah, exactly. Um, whether it's a whether it's a, like the smaller version. So you still or, got yeah. So you still have a general idea of this is going to be in this area, that's going to be in that area. Yeah. Um, yeah, of you course. You can do the same thing. You go into Kmart, you go into, um, you know, JB. And, yep. you know, you used to know that when you went into JB that the, the CDs and records were down the back and, yep. you know, the TVs were off, off to the right. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so you kind of knew and you still know. When you go into a store like that, you know roughly where I'm going to go to look for something. So yeah. you can go into that area. Yeah, and they've made it even easier uh, with JBs now too because a lot of them, they've a lot of the stores are getting... Um, uh, like full refits at the moment yeah. and they're getting done other days of those fucking massive fixtures from roof mm. to fucking floor. Yeah. Like it's literally you walk into, if you walk into the pack yeah, fair store, it plan. is completely open plan. Yeah. Like you can, they've got like the, when they had the, even the places that do the washing machines and fridges, like it's still, yeah. it's easy to see through yeah. everything. So well, Carindale's, Carindale's a smaller store. Yeah. My, my local JB. Yeah. Um, generally really helpful stuff. Generally. Yeah. yeah. Tell you told them it's a warranty that you're in there for and they're like, what the fuck do I do? Fuck, dude. Uh, oh, fuck, I didn't tell you this. This is real funny. This is a fucking great. This is a good story, this one. So, went back before, just before the boys were born mm. to JB. Uh, so, it was a little while ago now, but went into Pack Fair and I was there to buy a couple bunch bunch of things. I want to get stuff discounts, obviously, because I have friends that still work there. So obviously, I go back and see my, visit my friends to yeah. get me some sweet deals. And they, um, I get to the counter, and the girl that took over from my job was at the counter. Yeah. And she was dealing with a, she was selling me things, but also dealing with a faulty at the same time. Yeah. The faulty happened to be from a customer that I'd sold to two years prior. Oh, no, a year prior. So, I'd literally been gone for a year um, and they were talking to me as if I still worked there and had no clue that I didn't work there. And they were chatting. Then the girl who who took over me, lovely girl, she was like, like, do you know? And I'm like, it hasn't changed, has it? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, then... It's a, it's a replacement warranty. The L, I think it was a Samsung, LG or Samsung micro, microwave. And I go, so one year plus two, is has it been one year? She goes, yeah. I said, cool. We'll call the number on the back, get the warranty put through. They'll send you the gift card. You put the new one through and they sell, and sell them a new warranty. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, just, I was just getting confused. And then the customer looked at me and goes, Wait, hang on. I know you sold it. Like, you sold yeah. this to me. You were fantastic. You were yeah. great. And I said, yeah. I said, you're not at work here anymore. And she goes, but you were just help." I said, yeah. Yeah. So, I, just, I literally helped this customer who I'd sold this thing a year prior for this faulty thing. And she's just like, but you you didn't need to help. I'm like, mm. yeah, but like, I'm standing right here and I know yeah. the answer to the question. So, why That's would it. I not do that? I've done the same thing. <laughs> I've done the same thing in the board. I was just being in there. It's like, I... You know, some of the some of the staff there are like really good mates with. So, um, go in and, and I'm there. And she's like, "Oh fuck, 
the you know, customers asked for something, so like, how yeah. the fuck do I do that? And I went, well, you just do this and this and this. <laughs> Hang on, I'll come around and I'll show you. <laughs> He's like, this. <laughs> like, oh, right, oh, yeah, that's that, how you yeah, do this. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, shit, man. Fuck it, eh? funny, yeah. But, but look, we, we have fun. We did, we did, uh, <laughs> We, we had a good time, man. We had some fucking jokes. But oh. uh, the one thing, the other thing that we really bonded over, which is the neck where this conversation's mm. been building to the entire yes. time we've been here, is we, the other thing we we had bonded on over was uh, movies and cinema and TV and oh, and, and all sorts and of stuff. Ads. And ads. ads. Oh, the oh. ads. No one understands the ads. The, the poor ads. Uh, it's, a, <laughs> um, it's a very, what's it, Demolition Man? Was it Demolition yep. Man? Yep, yeah, Demolition yeah, Man. Very, very yeah, the Demolition Man thing. Armor where, uh, hot dogs. Where, <laughs> where the world revolves around the ads and... and, and they have jingle radio oh, stations we, we, we just spoke, for yeah, jingles. We, we had conversations about how much um, reality kind of melds into what you know, yeah. movies and TV have, have yeah. done. And, I, I, my, and like what we've seen and what, oh, like what's yeah, real and yeah, what's we, not really. Going, going, like, what is TikTok if not fucking Armor Hot Dogs? Yeah, it's uh, literally that, right? It's little ads, right? It's like 30 seconds to a minute. Um, and, and like, and the funny thing about the YouTube t- shorts. Is, just oh, go, go, dude, go. Go all, it's on the go all the time. But the funny thing is, so many of those like TikTok stars and stuff, yeah. they get approached by massive brands yeah. and paid a fuck ton of money just to do a video with one of their products. Yeah. And I'm just like, when can I be that famous <laughs> that I get free stuff and money? <laughs> yeah, as well as 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 our mate Brado would say, uh, you need to get this fucking screens happening. Oh, I do, yeah, I know. We need uh, to get the we need to get the cameras going. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, not that I look. I really feel like you guys. The world doesn't the podcast, really need to see us. But yeah, the the world does not need to be watching me at all. They really don't. I have um, this. I have this one look. I have one look. It's, and it's not blue steel. It's like it's the worst. It's, 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 it's my it's my like my concentration face. And I yeah. swear to God, playing music and hockey, the face. You take a photo of me playing when I was playing in bands or playing, or if when I'm playing hockey, I look exactly the same in every photo. And it's just, and I do not look. It's not great. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to do something about that. I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but yes, uh, we are potentially working on videoing the podcast to YouTube now as well. We're work we're working on it, people. It's gonna take time and money, <laughs> which which I don't have. <laughs> twin unless you, twin unless boys. Unless you want to sponsor the uh, sponsor the pod. Unless yeah. you want to sponsor the pod with cameras, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, exactly. Um, yeah. But then we'd need to get new microphones because these microphones won't work because we need to get an we need to get a, a desk with inputs and stuff, which these are all USB. So there's a oh, lot. It's, 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 most of those desks now get USB inputs. In oh, not fine. enough. Not enough. You should be fine. <laughs> um, so, well, look, let's let's get start. Let's, let's, let's talk about the movies and stuff. So we have bonded over. Basically, I feel like um, 80s action and comedy is pretty much like our go-to, really. We've 80s, talked 90s. About. In 90s. 90s. Maybe early 2000s, too, yeah, to a certain degree. Definitely early 2000s. More yeah, probably. like American the Pie. American and, Pie, Super Troopers. Yeah. Super Troopers, um, yeah, BFS. Yeah. yeah. Those, those of you who have seen Benson's um, photos on Insta, I dare say, like, I don't know, so I don't have... Uh, you, don't, you don't have the, don't fa- have you don't have the socials, yeah, yeah. Um, The skills, but not the apps. Hmm. Uh, um, 
I don't even have the skills, man. They're gone. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm looking over here, and there's a bunch of uh, a bunch of vinyl pops there with, uh, with Super Troopers there. Super Troopers, uh, Letterkenny, Bugs Letterkenny. Bunny, Batman, yeah, fucking you name it, it's there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've we've had many conversations that have bounced off. Oh yes. Uh, oh yes. Bounced off those things, um, which is yeah. What, and, what, and sport what, again, but you know, go, and sport movies. Go back to your like. Go back, go back to, go back to your childhood. Back to, back to young Dale. Back to young Dale times. What Last was, week, okay, what yeah. was, uh, yeah, like 13 days ago. Um, what was your, like, what was the movie that you like? Because I think for me, when I talked about it, on, on, when I talk about it with Brett, what, like one of the, the three, four movies, I think I talked about it on maybe on another podcast earlier was the, the three movies that I distinctly remember mm. like seeing in the cinemas as a kid. The first one was Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that I think actually that might have potentially been the first movie I ever saw in the cinemas from yeah. memory, um, and then think I think Batman Returns was another one, well, and Jurassic Park I think was the other. My one. My first was also the first one to give me fucked up nightmares. Or was it Jumanji? Uh, was was Neverending Story? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. terrifying, um, <laughs> terrifying. Uh, so night- nightmares slash dreams. I mean, sometimes the dreams are cool, and sometimes they turn into absolute fucking horror films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about never ending story. I think the next one would have been um, Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, Empire um, solid. Because it was, um, and and this is back when a Star Wars movie could stand on its own. It didn't need to have a sequel and a prequel. You it could also watch, you could watch Empire without watching any of the others and go. Oh, I know what's going on here. I, I kind of have a good idea of what's going on. Like, yeah. the story has its own its own uh, uniqueness. It doesn't yeah. need to have like it helps to have the first one. It helps to have the next one. But if you but if you were to come in watching else. it, you would you could watch no, the other one and go, and oh, was, I see what know, happened. I'd seen that, and then not long after, we saw uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, the other one would have been seeing um, Back to the Future at the drive-ins. Oh, yeah, there. Okay, good old, good old Ipswich twin drive-ins. Um, nice. So got to see Back to the Future, and that wow. was that was fucking pretty cool. So. Um, so there's a good pedigree of movies yeah, that you've talked yeah, about so already. There, is, that's pretty uh, good. I think they they all beat my movies. Unfortunately, like Jurassic Park will. Well, look, Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Park, Park is, is a fucking great uh, movie, but you know, it's you know it's no Star Wars, but it's it's, it's there, it's oh, there. Look, um, but that's that's kind of what was there. You know, like my first movie I ever saw was was that I remember in the cinemas was um, as I said, um, Never Any Story. Yeah, and. Yeah, not was, a horror movie, just, but we'll give you nightmares. It, yeah, not a horror movie. That's that's a whole that's a whole podcast oh. in itself. Oh yes, it is. Not a horror movie. It is. You nightmares. Um, but I remember seeing like I, um, I'm the youngest of three, right? Yeah. So, my eldest brother had the most influence over what we watched, uh, apart from dad. So it was either Sale of the Century or what my eldest brother watched. Great. Not Sale of the Century. <laughs> Right. Uh, in the Tony, not the Glenn. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what, like, I, I would watch um, Doctor Who a lot. Okay. A lot of Doctor Who. He watched um, a lot of um, Nerd. Monty yep. Python. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, and Blackadder. Yeah. So, same, same guys. Yeah. Um, so, I got brought up on a lot of that sort of, like, really funny Brit comedy stuff. Yeah. Um, and then myself, I would watch, yeah, my cartoons were always, oh, I love cartoons, uh, dude. Fucking Inspector Gadget. Yes. Cause, oh, OG because, like, Inspector is, Gadget. Fuck you've yeah. You've got to go to, 
in in the eighties, you had either Hanna Barbera cartoons where oh, they had a rolling, rolling background that was always crap. Yes. Or you had the ABC. But the Hanna Barbera um, stuff was fucking great, though. It was funny. It was the comedy that was in it that was that made it funny and not the animating. Yeah. The animating was crap. But, then but, you but what was it though? What was your Hanna Barbera cartoons, right? Because that's um, that's oh, where that's no, where it changes, right? If because go, if, if it's Flintstones, that, Jetsons. Flintstones was just nah, the, the go-to. So, Jetsons was fucking cool. Yeah, to a degree. Um, look, I named our last robot vacuum Susie, Fair and enough, no one yeah. else understood. I had double meaning for it. Yeah. It was Susie, who was the robot. Yeah. But it was also it used to throw itself down the stairs, so it's suicidal. <laughs> um, <laughs> love it so, that's good that's good so um you know so the jetsons was cool and everyone had a crush on uh, on on the daughter oh yeah is uh, it um uh, oh my god but uh his boy judy that's yes. it judy jetson judy there jetson. you go so everyone had a crush on judy jetson um See, my go-tos at Hanna Barbera were all different. Like, yeah, I, I know love, they, they were um, like the OGs. Wacky Races, yeah, Wacky with, Races with is Muttley, cool. Muttley was the fucking Muttley's the fucking raddest and dude. And then if you go Muttley and then switch yourself over to Axel Foley, and that same laugh. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That wheezy laugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so good. So, so oh, dude, like, I fucking um, love... I Dude, I actually I love... I actually have Wacky Races on my phone. I watch yeah. it at work. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> wacky Races. Um, but, like, mine were, like, um, fucking... Um, like, I love Tom and Jerry. And, yeah. like, Tom and Jerry was, so MGM, was good. MGM and stuff, too. But um, not, not, not even that. Hannah Barbera. Um, there's a couple, of, like... Um, there's a bunch of Hanna Barbera stuff like like Adam Ant, oh so yeah, that, like yeah. The, that kind of stuff that was was really cool too. Like do you remember El, El Cabong? Yes, fucking so good, dude. Captain uh, Caveman, Captain Caveman was yeah. awesome. Yeah, like, uh, Brendan son. Fraser re- ruined that. Yeah, um, he did. He really did. Um, but dude, there's so many good Hanna Barbera cartoons. Like, uh, yeah. um, oh, what's another one? Um, Inch Eye, Private Eye. You ever see Enjoy oh, Private Eye? Maybe, maybe. Dude, there's, dude oh, I could oh, um, like. Was Pinky in the Brain? What was that? No, nah, that was that was Cartoon Network. It was Cartoon. Yeah, Network. but it's so the good. The early good. Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, before they got really. No, uh, Pinky in the Brain was Warner Brothers. That was, was on. Was? No, yeah. yeah, it was on. Um, that, that's Tiny Tunes. It was on Tiny Tunes. Yes. That's where that's where it came through. And Tiny Tunes and um, no, no, it wasn't Tiny Tunes. No, it was Animaniacs. It was on. It was on Animaniacs, yes. which is oh, dude, the one, Warner Brothers stuff. Yes. Um, so they were great back then. The, the Tiny Tunes was great. That, yep. that was that lead into inappropriate cartoons for kids. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, because it was, man. They would beat the shit out of each other. They were, yeah, you know, they weren't swearing, but they were coming bloody close to it. Yeah, pretty um, damn close to it. Yeah, and I thought that was cool because like that came out. Uh, Tiny Tunes came out. I think it was like mid mid 90s and yeah. like it came out on like the very first episode of tiny tunes was like the old guard like bugs and daffy and yeah. stuff handing over to the new yes kids yeah. and it was like prime time dude yeah it was like it was like 7 30 on a friday night prime time which mm. i'm talking here i think it lasted two episodes on a friday yeah. night and yeah. then it was then it was saturday morning yeah saturday morning cartoons uh, but like it was still so good but um I went to, I went to a filming of um, Agro. 
Oh, wow. When it was just in Saturday mornings. Yeah. Because during the week you had uh, Boris's Breakfast Club. Okay. Which was all Hanna-Barbera cartoons. That's all they put on that. And then on the Saturday you had the better cartoons, but it had Agro and it had um, fucking Anne Marie. Yeah. Um, Emery Bigger is yeah, it Bigger Bigger yeah, yeah. Who, uh, apparently he was touching up under the desk yes the, um, you see the videos on YouTube oh, with the, like the outtakes oh just, dude so bad I was there for the filming of it cringy as fuck um, you think back and it's going oh that's just and she's like aggro you're like what's what's, what's he doing on? what's he what's going on <laughs> um yeah people would send him in cockroaches because he always said he'd eat cockroaches so they'd send in live Fucking cockroaches. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, shit you couldn't get away with now. Uh, no, man. That's one of the other conversations we've had many a times is the shit you couldn't get away with now on TV. Yeah, shit you uh, can't do on TV now, right? Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, but man. But shit that they do get away with now that you wouldn't have gotten away with back then. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's just funny how it's flipped on its head. Yeah. I think um, it depends on it because they've, they've t- a lot of the things that were like you, like you wouldn't see it on things back then mm. is now the norm for yeah. here. Like, yeah. Yeah, crazy, crazy. But the dude, the cartoons, and that's funny. That's real funny that we like are bonding over the cartoon thing mm. because Brett hates cartoons. Well, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be interesting, <laughs> right? Like he's not, but he's not a fan of cartoons. He doesn't like them. Yeah, which well, is look, look fair enough. It, I get cartoons how, how for kids. Is he with with, um, with the reinventing of cartoons into the. I I like I uh, think I uh, oh, mean like as in um, well, as in like Ninja Turtles to the the first movie from the cartoons yeah because the first movie with the you know, like going live action going so like like you action, know going yeah, from yeah. like you know like say like let's go with some more recent so like you know uh, the Little Mermaid for example yes you know um I oh, dude I think that'll be it's an in, it's going to be bring for a bunch of because, interesting conversations because it's it's a yeah it is an interesting way to go because like that. And we are in no way film experts, by the way. We just really love movies and TV. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no way. I mean, we are in no way experts they, at all. They were two thirds of our upbringing. Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty much. Uh, D- daddy, what daddy? <laughs> daddy duck. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit! Season. Oh, uh, <laughs> ducks is in fire. Oh, cartoons. Uh, I love cartoons. I really do, but I yeah, do you yeah. get as much? Do you still get, get enjoyment out of watching cartoons now oh, as you do? Yes. Dude, I can watch all those Looney Tunes cartoons over anything, anything and that's over. Like that, um, I mean, hell, we still watch South Park. I, I, I've gone away from Simpsons in the last decade. I've started rewatching the Simpsons. Uh, the actually, old stuff still really cool. Um, yeah, some of the new stuff. It, you could say it got a little bit too political. It was always a bit, a bit political. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they had their own spin on it. They didn't kind of try and add too yeah. much of the other stuff into it. Um, yeah, I, look, we, we, so, me and Sav, we, because like, there's, there's so much going on, but like, me and Sav had, we just, we're looking for things to put on that we could just watch quick half hour yeah. things. And we started, re- we watched Family Guy. We went through, well, we went through all of Family Guy, yeah. but she doesn't like American Dad. And then I was like, what about <sighs> Simpsons? Yeah, I love American Dad. Um, like like Simpsons, see, so we've now gone to the Simpsons. Yeah. But um, well, like I like Futurama, but she doesn't so like Futurama. Strong, Megan doesn't like a lot of those things. It's, it's a tricky one. I've got a, these are my late night. Yeah. Uh, or you know, sitting at home um, on a weekend night where she's gone out and both the kids are just sitting on iPads. I'll watch something yeah. stupid. Um, you know, I will rewatch a movie just to see if there's like I'll. The whole baseball thing's got me... Watch, I've watched Moneyball like five times now. Yeah. The first time I watched it, didn't know a squat about baseball. Major League? And, 
Um, I watched Major League. Didn't mm. mind Major League. It was pretty good. Mm. Watched it again mm. for the first time in ages mm. a little while ago. Megan loves that one because she's a Charlie Sheen fan. Who doesn't love some fucking Chuck Sheen though, bud? Oh, you know what she didn't like? Hot Shots? No, she loved Hot Shots. Fucking Fucking gr- I was going to say, Eagle wait, River. she didn't. Eagle River. Doreen fucking Buck. Watch Hot Shots at the movies. Um, oh, dude. Me, me and a good mate rode our bikes there. Oh, hot shots. I love, I, I love, I, I I believe, love Hot Shots I so believe much. that was actually, I crashed my pushy on the way to the movies had to remove a rock from my arm, which then proceeded to fucking profusely bleed all over my arm. <laughs> so I've walked into the cinemas with all this starting to congeal blood down my arm. Yeah. And people are like, in the seats, there's no, not much room there. And I've just got my arm in front of me with all this blood. People are just like, Bruh. It's like, like parting the you're red like, seat. You're like, okay. Yeah, so like, we just found seats right I, in the middle. I know, I've Everyone heard. get out of the way. It's like, uh, so my knowledge is what sat there and watched that. Um, oh, I love Hot Shots. Oh, fuck so What was it? So what did she say? It was, say that she didn't so like. So she didn't like Two and a Half Men. She says, because wow. it was too much of Charlie Sheen being Charlie Sheen. Yeah. She liked Charlie Sheen, the actor. But was he being Charlie Sheen? Like, because I don't the, know, the man. womanizing, drug addicted, alcoholic... Dude, have you? Oh, but I, dude, I've listened to, and that's, and that's the, but that's the side of you. Know, what you were seeing was the publicised side of Charlie yeah. Sheen, who who was playing Charlie Sheen essentially as a character. Yeah, and she didn't like it. Yeah, but she loved Charlie's acting. Have Emilio, Emilio, Emilio. Uh, uh, have you watched? That's from. I can't remember. Uh, it's from Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> yeah, Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> so I was all like, the Mighty Duck Man. I swear to God, I swear yeah, to God, yeah. the Mighty Duck Man. I was all like, Emilio. <laughs> uh, um, Dude, the um, so like Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Have you have you watched Entourage at all? No. Dude, Entourage. Mm. Fucking. I, look, I don't. I don't care what anyone says. Entourage is one of the best shows that HBO's done. Yeah. Everyone's like, Game of Thrones. I'm like, fuck Game of Thrones. I think it was shit about Game of Thrones. I don't care, I about, your fuck, I don't, I don't care about your fucking dragons. I haven't watched that either. That's fine. You're not missing much. Dragons. You're the fuck. Um, if you want to watch a dragon, you can watch that. And the, the, what's that movie that you're scared of? The, the Running Story. Is there a dragon in the Running Story? It's a fucking white Labrador. It's a Labrador. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking Labrador. It's a flying Labrador. What's not fucking terrifying about that? <laughs> a giant flying dog. Fuck. Giant flying Labrador. Uh, no, so Entourage is a uh, fucking absolutely fantastic uh, show on uh, from HBO uh, that was based around, if you haven't seen it, for people out there who haven't seen it, it's based around uh, one particular guy and his entourage obviously he's a movie star Group of it followers. is but it is loosely based loosely based off Mark Wahlberg's life yeah um, and the the show does seven I think seven seasons mm. um, not super long seasons but like they're good mm. but if you if you like Hollywood and you like that kind of thing the amount of fucking um, like star power this show yeah. has is just it's insane. Um, it's insane. And I mean, I, there's people who like, made stars. Yeah, it yeah, made, exactly. It made some unknown stars. Yeah, so. it made, but it made, not only did it make unknown stars, but the, the show got so popular, celebrities wanted to be on the show as yeah. themselves or as a version of themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's really fucking good. But the guy that directed and the guys that were in Entourage, um, they were in, um, they do a podcast now called uh, Victory of the Podcast, which is like they mm-hmm. just go through entourage and like follow along yeah. with the show. Um, but um, 
the director um, wrote a, an episode to a new series. It all came out of this podcast. They started writing. Uh, he started writing bits and pieces for it. The, sh- the TV show that they've got at the moment, it's called. It's actually called Ramble On. Yeah, hasn't been made yet. But the main actor for this new show, mm-hmm. one of the main actors, is Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Dude, it is going to be fucking amazing. The first episode, so they've only they've only they haven't aired anything yet. It's still like in the process of they need to buy it. Mm. Like they're looking for people to to shop it and 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 yeah. sell it on to whoever's going to put the show out, whether it be Netflix or mm. whoever. Um, but the show itself, um, the first episode has got literally a scene with Char- Charlie and his dad. Yeah, L- legit, mm. and. It's based around the podcast world and same people from Entourage in the show. It actually uses a lot of the same like riggers, camera guys. Yeah. Everyone from Entourage have come on to do the show. It is going to be fucking amazing when they bring it out. I cannot wait. It's literally called Ramble On. Um, it It's going to be so good. I'm yeah. super, super excited about it. But, dude, Charlie Sheen. And yeah. the, he's been doing a bunch of episodes. This is why I started to talk about the fucking TV show. But the, he's been doing... He's done a bunch of episodes with the guys from uh, Victory, the podcast. And he... Yeah. He seemed like a bit of a douche for a, for a while there. But he really is fucking... By, from what it looks like he's portraying yeah. of himself now, he's got his fucking shit together. And he really is... You know, become a well, look, it you would know, be, yeah. back back to back to you know where he where he could have been like yeah yeah, yeah. and sometimes it takes a bit of a break for that to happen. It does, um, yeah. Like you know, Tiger Blood. Yeah, Tiger Blood. Will tiger fun. Blood will do yeah. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Tiger Blood, fucking horrible stuff. Fuck. Um, well, it depends how hot it is. If yeah. it's if it's cold and it's real hot, Tiger Beer is just fine. It's just <laughs> like, <a little> <laughs> It'll lose the job. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So Chuck yeah, Sheen, dude. Um, yeah, Charlie Sheen's cool. So, like, you know, I'll go back. So, the cartoons. Um, cartoons coming full circle to... The 80s. The 80s cartoons the 80s you were just cartoons. talking about. Um, so, Transformers? Oh, mate. There was, there was Transformers, Voltron, um, a lot of, like... Early anime style stuff. I fucking yeah. loved it. Didn't know it was yeah. called anime at the time. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Jack the other night saying you know, I used to, in, in the 90s, uh, SBS had come out and there was Brisbane, thir- Bris 31. Yeah, Bris 31. Had come yeah. out. And both of those TV stations would have at 1, 2, 3 a.m. these proper anime, really dark, gritty. Um, Neon Genesis, like, like, yeah, these, these guys flying around in planes and they kind of turn into robots. He goes, oh, like Transformers. I went, yeah, but no. I was like... Yeah, yes, but like, better. The, yeah, I was <laughs> like, these, these are piloted things. They're not like a robot that's a piloted thing that turns into a, essentially yeah. a mech. And um, I'm assuming and you're, talking about, and, you're talking about Gundam? Gundam yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have known that until two nights ago when, when I was Googling it to try and work out what I was yeah. watching. Um, but... You know, just just kind of reliving that, just going like I used to stay up till midnight, one, two, three a.m., so I could watch these things. Yeah. Um, that you now have the luxury of just going onto YouTube and going, oh, I'm going to watch an episode right now, um, and then just chuck it on. And just chuck yeah. it on. But, these kids but don't. These kids don't understand how good that animation was for the time. Yeah. It was hand painted, hand drawn, not 
not done on computer, very minimally done with a, with the assistance of a computer, which yeah. is probably slower than the actual hand animating. Um, yeah, at that point it would have been, yeah. yeah. Um, which is why the explosions were like they are. They're, that just one picture of an explosion, they kind of zoom out on on the drawing, um, as opposed to now where it's, you know, they can make an explosion look like an explosion. Yeah. Anime will still hold that, that image, that one explosion, zoom in, zoom out um, on that. And that's why it's kept its style because they've gone, well, we've got a style that we've developed. Yeah. Um, anime, anime as far as animation, not as far as the, the, the comic yeah. style. Um, the comic style is still the same. Um, yeah. And, he, and yeah, one of the things Jack says is like, you can't draw anime wrong because there's so many different styles. Of it. Yeah, there's so many ways to draw it, right? Um, yeah. So we watched, we watched a couple of minutes of Initial D. Which was cool. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, um, Initial D. I remember watching that yeah, in high so, school. You know, yeah, a little bit of that. So I was like, because um, when you were saying like the 80s cartoons, like my 80s cartoons would have been um, like obviously Transformers, mm. obviously original Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, but my favorite, and I, fuck dude, I don't know. I hope you know it. I hope mm. you know it. Uh, it was called Dino Riders. Yes. Dino Riders yeah. was fucking awesome. Uh, I love Dino Riders so much. Uh, so, so much. I have it on a DVD out in the lounge the room. Thundercats. Yeah, Thundercats. Fuck Thundercats, yeah, dude. Thundercats was fucking cool. He-Man. Um, yeah, He-Man. Masters of the Universe. Because, um, yeah, there's nothing quite like holding a sword above your head and saying, I have the power. <laughs> um, he- He-Man and Mask are another oh, color. Another, yeah. I'm um, G.I. Joe, Joe and Mask. G.I. Joe and Mask. Yep. Um... Which I wasn't much a fan of G.I. Joe, but I enjoyed Mask. Yeah, see, I was the opposite. I was all about G.I. Um, Joe. But the best thing about Mask was the theme song. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, least favourite, Roger Ramjet. Yeah, that. hated Roger hated Ramjet. Roger but, Ramjet, but the best thing about Roger Ramjet was what was after it, or generally what was before it. Uh, Monkey Magic. Yeah. Monkey Magic was um, sick, yeah. Actually, really cool thing. Sat down with Molly the other night and watched um, new, new fucking movie that's out on Netflix uh, called The Monkey King. Okay. Not realizing that it was the story of Monkey from Monkey Magic. Right. Said, right okay. At the very end of this movie. Spoiler alert. Right at the end of this movie, um, Monkey gets put into a cave mm. for a thousand years, and you know, or until the world needs him because he's too powerful. This is too cool. And you see these guys like pull this rock away and there's three characters there. Trippy Tucker, Sandy and Pigsy. And it's for a split second. It's dead set no more than three seconds that you yep. see these characters yep. um, in, in full view. And I've just gone, holy fuck, it's all just clicked. Yep. I now understand what this movie was actually about. But like really cool, really cool movie, really cool movie. Um, oh, I have to go. I might have to. I have to watch and, um, it. I have and to watch yeah, it. the 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 moment that happened, it was like I could watch that again with a whole new. Yeah. Right. Because uh, like, have you have you? I don't know if you noticed it as well. Like lately, for myself, like just watching stuff in general, how you feel about this the, mm. this stuff, but. Like I, a lot of things they've been releasing will be exactly like that, mm. and it'll have. Um, fucking nuggets of nostalgia yeah like and i don't know whether i love it because i love the nostalgia of it or because i just fucking love it but for me it's like so the one the one of the ones that did it for me lately and i fuck dude i cried i don't give a shit what anyone says uh was i watched ghostbusters afterlife yeah dude 
Have you have you seen Laughs Alive? We actually took the kids to see that at the drive-ins. Oh, it's so good. What well, it's it's so well done. Yeah. And the ending is just so good. Mm. It's like that. And then um the other movie that I literally talked to Brett about that he hasn't seen was um The Flash. Was um, oh, I haven't seen the new yeah. Oh, dude, you got to You and Brett got to fucking the get fly, your shit the together. Flash Batman thing. Yeah, 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 the Batman movie that's got Flash in it. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's look. We're all we're all really oh, only there to see look, Batman. As soon as you see the ad and, and uh, Michael Batman. Keaton is playing Batman, yep, and you just go on. Holy fuck! I have to see this, dude. It's just um, it's just so good, and everyone because, bitches and moans about it. They're like, oh, it's because, not that great. It's fucking like, great. You, you really had to see that Michael Keaton was the best Batman. He was the best Batman. He was. He was. Val Kilmer was nothing. But dude, Uh, there is so much fucking cool shit in that movie that no matter what anyone says, if they go, oh, it's not that great. Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. If you are a fan, if you are a fan of Mm. DC, you are a fan of Batman, even if you're just a fan of Batman, or even if you're just a fan of The Flash, you don't even have to dislike Batman, you don't like The Flash, Mm. you can like either, both, what, I don't give a shit. But- it's just so good. And people bitch that just find any reason to oh, complain about something. They will. They will. Any I mean, reason. That, that said, <laughs> uh, movies movies of my later in life. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Okay. So Fast and Furious. This will be becoming, interesting. Fast and Furious becoming a franchise. Now, they've gone full circle to, hey, let's do, and, and this is, I haven't seen the 10th one, but the ninth one. Yeah. They go through the Dominic Toretto backstory. They try yeah. to introduce the movie with the start of the backstory. Now, he very succinctly describes his history yeah. to Brian the cop. In the first one. In the first one. Before yeah. he knows Brian's a cop. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. Before Paul, before, Paul Walker did, <laughs> before Paul Walker died. So he's still alive at that point. And I, so he explains this to him and says, I I went, you know, I, I went to jail, I fucking I beat this guy half to death with a three-quarter inch torque wrench. Now, working in a tool shop, having worked around vehicles, the majority of the fucking fans of Fast and Furious know what the fuck a torque wrench is. Yeah. Right? They've worked on cars, they've been around cars, they know what a torque wrench is. I also know what a torque wrench is, and I've never looked at it, worked on a car in my life. No, <laughs> now, what you'd see in the movie, they go, hey, let's retell this story. He beats the guy up with a fucking Stilson. Which is a plumber's tool, which doesn't belong anywhere near a mechanic's toolbox. Oh, why? Do they why it's continuity like, well, people? Why? Because, oh, because the general viewing public will understand that that's a spanner. It's like, but he doesn't say it's a spanner. He does say it's a wrench, but that's not the wrench. That's a <laughs> that's a pipe wrench. It's a pipe wrench. They're like, it's a wrench. No, it's not. It's not a wrench. It's so, a pipe wrench. So whoever it does, it, a wrench is a wrench. Whoever was in charge of A, the directing, B, the props, <laughs> C, the writing. Wasn't fucking he? Did, didn't he do that? Didn't he direct that or produce that it's or something? It's quite possible. I mean, like, there's only so many drugs a ball guy. He's only do. really in it for the family, though, right? He is only really in it for the family. He does love his family. <laughs> he does love his family. Oh, it's a, yeah, the whole game the whole family can play. Anyway. That's, that's fucking funny, as because um, me and Brett literally, one of his, I, think, I don't think he used the word guilty pleasure, but that... Um, we talk about Fast and Furious in yeah. that episode as well. Um, I fucking love the movie. I love the first one. The second first one, one's great. Second the, one's great. The, the second one, no, look, the second one as a car guy, 
pink, purple, blue, green flames coming out of the exhaust. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, but other than that, Tokyo they, Drift can um, go fuck itself, Tokyo dude. Drift. <laughs> we don't even um, talk about Tokyo Drift. It doesn't you know exist. What? No, it wasn't too bad in a, in a standalone like it was supposed to be. But the fact yeah. that they then tied it into the other movies sucked. Uh, as a standalone was great. It's like, hey, let's just do this whole offshoot and call it call it this thing because drifting had started to become a thing and it was a little bit more than just street racing. Yeah. Um. So that was that was kind of that was all right in its own in and of its own self yeah. before they tried to tie it into everything else and and again cook the storylines. Um. So many yeah, things. It, it so died, many things related to one car crash. It died for me when like the I was done with Fast and the Furious when he died. Yeah. When when Paul Walker died in that, yeah. in his own car accident, um, that was it for me. Once they so they they well, had I, the I, I cried at the end of Fast oh, Seven. Dude, was it Fast? Is it seven? seven? Yeah. Is that where is that where him and Paul Walker did the yeah the, yeah yeah? I fucking cried at yeah. that one. Dude, I okay uh, maybe I got I got to there. It was pretty ridiculous up through there. There was, there was a but, bunch of ridiculous, stupid shit, but you can kind of get around that. Action movies, it's fine. It's yeah, they're, they're not meant yeah. to be realistic. It's like Mission Impossible. Um, you're Amazing. not shooting a car into space. That's just dumb. Um, yeah, that's kind of Completely re- relegating anything that physics would have on offer. <laughs> um, but like before the second Fast and Furious came out, they interviewed Paul Walker and they interviewed Vin Diesel. And both of them went, yeah, yeah, we've actually done so much driving in this thing. There's so much more real live action. And then almost the entirety of the first scene is animated poorly. Yeah, badly. Uh, Very really, bad. Really poorly animated. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going like, these guys have actually gone out and and um, what's the lass's name who drives a little pink uh, uh, S2000? Yeah. And the convertible the, S2000. Yeah, I know you're talking about She'd yeah. never driven before. Yeah. She learned to drive on the set. Wow. Uh, yeah. So they go talking about that. And so they all talk about how much they're actually driving in the movie. Yeah. And yes, later in the movie, all the driving happened. But that opening scene that could have been great was just not. was just ruined and almost ruined the whole movie for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool things like a, a scene where a massive garage opens up and 7,000 cars drive out of it. It couldn't possibly fit There's in. no way they would have fit They're in They're all there. driving from the back through the front. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I, know, I know Yanks have got some big things. That's a big-ass garage. Yeah, um, it's a huge fucking garage. That yeah, uh, they, they, crazy, crazy. But yeah, yeah. Like, the mansion very cool though. I like the mansion. The mansion was cool. The mansion was cool. Yeah. Um, the driving backwards thing that he got yep. from me. Um, yeah, <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, like but yeah, introduction of of new characters and things like that was cool. Yeah, they did well. They did all right with that. Like, I just yeah, yeah it, I, it lost me at a certain point uh, along the lines. I think that there. I think seven should have been the end of it. I think that should have just yeah, been where like sh- hey, exactly. That's where let's sh- just let's just draw the line at this. They couldn't because they'd already started shooting the next movie, <sighs> which they could have gone. Hey, well, let's just write that off then. They could. Um, what they should have gone from se- after seven, they could have gone on to just just go the spinoffs. Yeah, which is what they did with the the Hobbs and Shaw and that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's like, stick with the spin-offs. did you, um, were you ever a fan of Triple X? Did you watch Triple X? Yes. Yes. Did yes. you, so Triple X 1, obviously yeah. the original, the OG. Yeah. Then Triple X 2. Yeah. Swap it around. Vin Diesel doesn't come back for the yeah. second one. Fair enough. They use Ice Cube. Yes. Ice Cube, right? 
and, and then the third the one, Xander the Return Cage, of Xander Cage, was just was... so bad. No, it was great. Was, but you know what I mean? It was so bad. <laughs> it was. It was so. Yeah, it was so good. It was bad. It was, I mean, it's not <laughs> shit. It was just bad. It was bad, um, but it was so good at the same it was time. Bad to the point of you couldn't look away. It's like watching a car crash and you can't look away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it was full on, but um, I like, dude, that was so funny. It's, it's one of those things when you're ready for the bad acting, but yep. that's part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the second one was kind of cool, but it was also like, yeah, why have we called this thing Triple X again when it's not? It's not the same guy. Um, yeah. Because he was Triple X, but then you understand that Triple X was the program, not the character. Not the character, yeah. Um, um, what about... Um, where, what is your stance on stand? What's your stance on what is it, what is your uh, your opinions on the on the Mission Impossible franchise? Um, I wholeheartedly believe in this program and subscribe to your <laughs> Are you worried? What are you worried? I'm gonna get super excited. Like, um, I, I I probably Mission feel Impossible, like I watched. You would watch the first the one was cool. The second one. So, one do we don't talk, we, don't, the, we don't we don't talk about the second one. No. Well, the thing that like again, I go to. Stupid things that you you just like. I understand why they're showing this thing shot this way because that will make a person who doesn't understand. Oh wait, understand. which scene are you talking about? The bike. In between the bike, the shooting of the fucking Falcon in the fuel flap. Yeah. If you shoot a car not in the fuel tank but in the fuel flap, it will explode. Apparently. According to according to to be fair, it was shot in Australia. Are you really surprised by how backwards this is? Not really. Um, that's it why felt, that's, it felt very um, shot in Australia. Yeah, it did, right? Um, it did because, literally. Oh my god! Everything in Australia happens around the Opera House. It does, right? Yeah. The the one thing that for me that like if you look at that movie, the only good thing about that movie was that single wheel bike stop. Oh yeah, the, the, stop o- cool. the only thing. The stop he was cool. I hated the fact that the bike was able to change tires between shots. Yes, because it was on dirt and and, dirt um, and, road. and road, right? And the yeah. fact that you could have run those dirt tires on it the entire time yeah, uh, with no issues. But on the gravel, they switch it and then show a close-up. Again, this is things that I hate when in, in, in all movies. Yeah. When you go, hey, let's show a close-up of the thing that shows that we've really fucked this up. <laughs> yeah. uh, like beating someone in the head with a stilson instead of a torque wrench. Um, yeah, exactly. But like the first one, fucking yeah. great. Second one, we we don't. It's like we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about the. Well, se- we don't talk about the second one. Um, and after the second, second one, one, everything gets better the after the second one. Had one. some cool bits in it. It had some cool bits, but in not it, redeeming like, enough to make the movie good. Uh, yeah, look, I, it's, it's not. It's not something I go out of my way to watch again. I don't. I sk- uh, I purposely skip number two. I purposely skip it every time. I, if I started from I, the honestly, first one was so good because Emilio Estevez was so fucking great for that very very brief amount of time he was in it. Um, I, I honestly don't remember watching the third one because I think the second one tainted me yeah, so badly. But you went back for the fourth, right? Because the fourth what one's the fourth where one? shit started to fucking go crazy. Ghost is it Ghost Protocol? I can honestly, I think I think the second one may have tainted me from the entire franchise. Oh no, um, dude! I, no, I, I'm sure I have watched the third one. Yeah, was the third one? Um, the third one is average. Was that in Kuala Lumpur? They had a big oh, shot shit. KL. Yeah, um, your life. And a boom! There we have it. 
that's part one with Dale done and dusted, guys. Uh, stay tuned for in the next fortnight for episode number two. And uh, guys, enjoy your week. See you later. And guys, don't forget to hit us up on the socials. Instagram is at happy hour from the ramble room twitter handle is at hhft ramble room and if you want to chuck us an email if you've got any questions regarding the podcast just email us at happy hour from the ramble room at gmail.com 